Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, what's up, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Andy. Hey, now. Ian. Ian's on mute. <laughs> Ian, hey, I'm what's up, please? guys? Good job, Ian. <laughs> and I'm we have idiot. a special guest. <laughs> oh, wow. What a way to start the show. And we have a special guest on the show, Carrie Brooks. <laughs> hey, guys. Happy to be here. <laughs> All right. This is episode 340, Carrie Brooks' Magical Brew. That was some Ooh, intro. God. Nice. Yeah. Kevin what forgot is- where he was and what he was doing. Oh, I know exactly <laughs> where I am. <laughs> Ian had his mic muted. Mm. Wow. Amateur. It sounds like it. <laughs> All right, let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? I can go first. Go first. Well, I wanted to let everybody know why my intro was like it was because I'm back in New Jersey and I'm not happy. Uh, That's why I was like, yeah, sense. that was my New Jersey as good as it gets intro. He's completely come dishevel. find out for yourself. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I am in New Jersey. I had to fly up here because my wife had an uh, operation on her knee, and that went well. It was yesterday. I flew up on Saturday morning at 6 o'clock in the morning, which was fantastic. But I, um, I did meet up with the planker who was plankerless and it was awesome. I went to the old field, Paul, the farms down nice. in North Brunswick. Steve knows it well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was, it was great, man. Uh, him and I were pretty much the only ones there. I got to see Tony, uh, a couple other guys, but they had kind of left like the first couple hours we were there and he brought nothing but helicopters. It was awesome. And he's such a good dude, man. He let me fly every damn last thing he had in his trailer. Awesome. It was it was fantastic because there's a couple things I, I actually wanted to try. Like on the way down, I was thinking, man, I, I would hope he brings an XL power. I would love to give that a shot, you know, because I haven't flown that. I mean, I'll go into what I flew. He brought yeah. brought like six helicopters. I think I flew five out of the six or no, I think I did fly all six. He has two XL power. So I flew that twice. Uh, each one that he has, um, he has a, a raw 580 and a raw 700. He has his old Goblin Black Thunder, and he has uh, a really old Goblin 570, which was pretty cool because I used to own a Goblin 570, and I always thought it was way too much helicopter for me back in the day as I was like moving up, and I kind of got right. used to it about a month before I sold it. Uh, but I, you know, I was just, it was, I was happy to, I wasn't happy, happy to sell it, but I was glad that it got some use, you know, uh, by somebody else. But dude. I don't know whether it was the V touch and the setup he had, but I really enjoyed the, the goblins, the, the raw 700 dude. Holy cow. Was, was that amazing? Like, and I was oh, not, buddy. I was not nervous or anything about flying somebody else's stuff. And I know it's Mike and, you know, we're cool. And if I crashed something, I would have definitely paid for whatever, you know, absolutely. But it wasn't like I was nervous at all. I just started like not going extreme crazy, but, doing some stuff like putting it through some maneuvers that I was real comfortable with. And 
I didn't. His goblin, uh, his raw five eighty, his tail is really quick on that. So that that kind of caught me off balance a little bit at the beginning of the flight. But then I got I got used to it. And his head speeds, man. Like the logo six ninety is, you know, nineteen fifty, right around two thousand maybe, um, is where my top is on that. And I like it, and I fly it, but with all the other models that he has, like all the seven hundreds, like his head speeds are ranging from like bank two is like twenty one hundred and bank three on some of them are twenty three hundred. Damn. Yeah. So nice I wound up. He's he's not really in bank three that much. It was funny. We were calling it small, medium, and large all day. Like he's like, oh, it's in medium. <laughs> so I was basically flying bank two like, <laughs> on everything. Large. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. We, were, we had a ball, man. It was just like old times. That's awesome, man. But yeah, man. The I really like the raw and the XL power. Uh, the first time I flew, the f- the f- the very first one because he had crashed. The one that he crashed at at the free fall event, he had mm-hmm. fixed that and he had that there. And he was like doing a remade, and then they let me fly that one. But the other one that he has that was going to be mine, or, or I, I, it was the one that I kind of like told the buyer at the time, hey, I'll, I'll buy it from you. But he had already sold it to Mike. I forget who even sold it to him. That one, um, the first time I took that out, and I kind of do this like I'm coming across backwards, and I flip inverted, like, and then I kind of like, I don't know, I do like a inverted like nose down funnel and kind of whip around. And the tail's like coming around as I do that. The first time I did that in bank two on that model, which I think on that model, he had it set up pretty low, like 1600 ish, maybe uh, tail blew out. Like, and it just kept going. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> and he was like, what happened? I was like, that tail just like completely blew out on that. And so I put it in bank three and I was flying around bank three and it, it didn't do it again. So I know it wasn't like, it was probably the head, the head speed. And yeah. But I liked it, man. Black Thunder was pretty cool, but I really got a kick out of flying that old 570. It just uh, was really, it was really cool, man. So I got to say thanks to Mike for, you know, making my trip to Jersey uh, that much better by letting me fly some of his shit. And like I said, it was great to see Mike. It's always great to see Mike. He's looking good. And he's fly his flying's gotten, dude, every time I see him, his flying gets better and better. Like, yeah. just. Out of the box, better. I feel like when he does fly, he flies helis. He doesn't, you know. Yeah. It's not as much with. Sorry, Carrie, what was that? Mike, who? Uh, Mike D, the planker. He came to Fredericksburg, uh, I think, two years ago. Right? Two years or three years ago? No, two years ago. He's the guy that used to do the the show, like within our show, used to to do a little segment. Okay. And he, he basically flew. He flew planes for a long, long time, and then we kind of got That's him into flying helis. <laughs> and yeah, he's really enjoying helis because I even asked him at one point. I was like, because he's like, I, I really haven't flown because he's he's working on you know moving, selling his. He sold his business. His yeah. he got engaged. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, so are you still enjoying? It? He's like, oh hell yeah, like I think. That's what I, I enjoy about helis, and I think that's what he enjoys about it is the fact that, you know, you, you reach a certain level, and there's always that level beyond. You know, there's yeah. always you can always get better, and yeah, and it's just it's just cool. Yeah, when you think you got over one hump, you're like, oh, there's another hump right there, and another one, another mm-hmm. one. And yeah, and then you forget the first hump you got over. Right. <laughs> yep. um, 
All right, so that was my week, man. I'm sitting in Jersey. Nice. Over here. <laughs> well, right, who's next? next? I'll go yeah. next because I don't have a lot. I ordered some stuff for my super secret review build I'm going, I've am going. i got coming up. Got some oh, servos yeah. and an ESC. And I think that's that might be all I had to order. But other than that, I haven't done anything. No flying. Pretty much just been working and doing nothing. As usual. How, eating, how's that, uh, either? eating candy. Yeah, so, I was going to ask, how's the dust on the V2? That's the same. Oh, so it hasn't gotten any bigger yet? No. no? Well, okay. yeah, no, it's a little thicker. Okay. Just a little more opaque, right? Like, you know, yeah. A little more well, it's, it's a protective yeah. layer is what I call it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Keeps it dry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Humidity yeah. off the bolts. Yep. I might <laughs> I might end up selling this thing before I finish building it. We'll see. Yeah. There might be a buyer right here. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I gotta find out how much it's gonna cost to get the uh the Nick Maxwell one before mm. I decide I can sell this. It might not oh, be worth boy. it. Yeah. Oh, it's might, worth we'll it. see. We'll see. Just for that push rod, it's worth it. <laughs> no, I mean it might not. I mean, yeah, it's worth it if I didn't already have but this one. Yeah. But I might not be able to sell this one. It might be such a huge difference that I can't justify mm. it. But it would also give Kevin a seven hundred. So there's some value in that as well. Well, and you can also just get the parts, right? To convert yours to yeah, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's like it usually ends up not being real cost effective. Yeah, that would probably cost more. Yep. Okay. So sounds like you're getting a XLV two. Just saying. Just saying. Maybe. <laughs> Let's make this happen. Come on. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what Kevin wants to do. Yeah. Once I figure out what kind of price I need. What's it sell for new? I don't even remember. Eight fifty. I don't know. Right. Eight fifty nine. You said you'd let me have it for eight thirty nine. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what, that's what I was gonna say. Like, it sells for eight forty nine. You can have it for eight thirty nine. It's already built. Already partially built. I'll only charge you thirty dollars. No, it's all built except for electronics, which I would take out anyway. So oh, once so you yeah, got it, it's built. basically built. You just stick the tail in it and go. Built by Andy too, so yeah, yeah, you know it's done correctly, right? <laughs> Man, if I had, if I had somebody that I, I trusted to to build kits for me, it I, I would I would pay for that. Like really? usually, yeah. I, I mean, I I I do enjoy builds a lot. I I do enjoy them, but not as much as I enjoy flying. Yeah. So. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather be flying it than building it, and and I really I'd I'd almost I'd rather fix crash repairs than build a new kit. Oh no it's way! Crazy. I'm totally You're wrong. Oh. No way. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, I I don't know. I just just building something from brand new. It's it's time consuming. It, no, I, I get, You're wrong. <laughs> building it from new is fun. <laughs> Fixing a crash, you got you got to take it apart. And then f- put it back together and then take it apart again because some shit was bent you didn't see the first time. Yeah. Fixing crashes <laughs> is the worst. I hate it. I'm, I'm I'd rather you. just re-kit every time, to be honest. Oh, no way. 
No way. I the guy, the guy was really nice to build. The, the manual's so, awesome and everything, but yeah. still, man, I, so, I'm uh, like, get in there and repair it and get out, get back out in the field. So, yeah. so now I'm over here thinking, so how much would you pay for a kit to be built? <laughs> yeah. Because I do good work. I'm just kind of slow, but that's because I have no motivation. If I was getting paid, I might turn mm. one out in a couple of days. Mm. If it was if it was built the way I would build it, I, easily a hundred bucks. Mm. I think Carrie's thinking time frame, like the the new build is is a longer build than just you know crash fixing. Yeah, it's, oh, just, it's just a tail, I'm, just, just a head. I'm just yeah. busting balls, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's, Andy, I would absolutely. pay Andy to uh, to build something for me, but I would want it the same year I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. If I'm getting paid, yeah. I could turn one out in a couple of days. There's quite yeah. a few people I would pay to build stuff. I've seen great. But when it's mine and I have true. no motivation to fly, it's kind of hard to finish the build. Hmm. What about that $900 hole in your pocket? That's no motivation right there? Yeah. yeah it's already gone. It's already, it's already gone. Gets, I forgot it's about it. Gone. Yeah. It's Jeez. In the past, whatever. <laughs> Move forward. Look forward. Come on. That's right. <laughs> Move forward. Mm. so what have you been up to steve anything cool or fun yeah yeah drove uh three hours so i could hang out for about four hours and then drove back three hours no it was awesome i went to jimmy's uh my friend jimmy uh jimmy bullard's birthday bash he uh turned 46 and uh yeah, it was, it was cool. So, yeah, it's a three-hour drive down to where he lives out in North Carolina, and it was good. You know, it's, it's me. Uh, let's see, who who was there? Uh, it wasn't a lot of us, but it was uh, Lincoln was there, um, Alex Fredrickson, um, and Austin. Austin CV. Yeah. Eve. Yeah, and, um, you know, and a couple of local folks, you know, Mondo. Mondo, I think his name is. Yeah, he dropped by for a bit and was working on some of his helis and stuff. But, yeah, it was cool. A good group of guys. He has he has his flying field right at his house. Literally, like you walk down his driveway, cross his little like private road, and there's a flying field. Nice. And, That's the way uh, to do it. Yeah, he got electricity, a little you know, little uh, I don't know. I guess not a carport, but kind of like a little shed, open yeah. shed thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Yeah. Awesome man. Uh, had some Lincoln did some barbecue. He smoked some. Uh, I guess pork butt. And that was fantastic. His like vinegary based pork butt that he makes is really good. Um, and then, you know, normal food stuff had a, you know, birthday cake, huge birthday cake. <laughs> like, nice. I don't understand what Austin was thinking. It was like half a sheet. <laughs> of, half, it was like half a sheet. It was just humongous. It was like oh, man. the size of my monitor. And I'm like, there's only like four or five. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, no, it was really good times. Um, uh, I flew the 420. And the Puma and the Raw Nitro 700. That's what I brought. Um, you know, started with the, the 420, and uh, I really like that little helicopter. Just kind of like warm up and kind of just practice some stuff, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then I kind of started playing, you know, tra- passive transmitter. So I kind of gave everyone a chance to fly that at the field. So so that was good. Um, Sweet. I think I think some I think a couple of people are gonna buy it. I don't know. I. I really think Lincoln should get one. I think that's a really good heli for him. Yeah, it'd be perfect for him, actually. Yeah. I got to fly one of those at Urcha, mm-hmm. and I was very, very impressed. Like, I, I 
I don't know why I, I expected it to be like this is small. Yeah. I, I expect it to be fast and twitchy and mm-hmm. you know difficult oh, to fly. Oh, yeah, it flies kind of like a a big helicopter. Like it solid. So yeah, solid. I was surprised I could like put it in a sustained TikTok and stay there. You know, a lot of small helicopters. That's really difficult to do with. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're very pitchy and hard. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So um, besides that, I did like, I don't know. I, I flew like crazy. It was so hot. It was like, it wasn't hot like temperature wise. Like it was only like maybe 85 and 90, but the humidity was like 100%. And it was sunny out. So like just all of that just kind of beat up on me. But I think I did like three, four flights on the, the 420. And I did about five on the Puma. Like because I charged all my batteries. And I'm like, oh, I got to fly it all. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, And then I did one flight. Well, yeah, one flight on the raw nitro. Um, so the raw nitro, I, I fixed from the free fall event. Um, I basically took the, I pulled the the ninety one SRX motor I had in the black nitro and put it in there. And I, I mean, like I literally just took the whole thing, just like slammed in there, same clutch stack, motor mount, everything. Um, got it built pretty much the night before. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna fly it. So, uh, it was really hot. I started the thing up and I was like, okay, it started. It sounds good. You know, I'm like, I'm like it's really hot. I'm just going to richen it up a little just to make sure it's all good. And then I take, you know, I presume to take off and I fly and I'm like, okay, it's pulling pretty nice. It's, it's going pretty good. And then, you know, like I had like a flashback of free fall because I saw something fall off the damn helicopter. And I'm like, what oh, the no. fuck? And I'm like, oh no, I'm still in control. I'm like, boom, I landed. I shut it off. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I'm like, Glow nighter. Left <laughs> 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 the damn glow nighter on. Like, what a fucking new mistake. <laughs> so, anyways, and walk out to the field and, and we did find it. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I got half a tank. Put it back on. I'm like, this time I'm going to take it off. <laughs> yeah. And flew the rest of the, uh, the, pa- uh, the, the pack, the, the tank out. Um, so it was, it was good. It pulled, it pulled nice. Um, I, I need to tune that motor. It's like, I don't know how to tune nitro for shit. Like it's a YS motor with the power tune, but the power tunes using a carb that's off a, a 91 3C, which I think is a different carb than the 105. So like, I don't know what needles I'm doing. I'm doing like, I think two and a half or three on both needles. I don't know. I got to figure it out, but um, I, I got to get some help with that and get that tuned. But, uh, but it feel, it feel good, you know? And like it's still pulled. Nice. The, the raw nitros are fast. Doesn't matter what motor you put in there. It's a ninety-one, a one hundred five, like YS, OS. Like it doesn't matter. That thing is it moves so nice, man. I really love the seven hundred. Even when my motor's like not dialed yeah. in, right? That helicopter doesn't require as much power as a lot of other helicopters do yeah. to do the same things. And then, uh, let me see here. Yeah. So beyond that, um, just, you know, obviously during my day, uh, I've been flying the S2, the Goose Key S2, um, in my backyard. And it's just basically fly, crash, break things, fix it, repeat. Um, you know, it's kind of replaced the logo 200 or M2 Neo right now. Um, really? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, you know what it is? It does fly better. 100%. Really? Hundred percent, it flies better than the M2 version two or the Logo 200. Um, the tail's way better. The motor's just better. Just overall, the it's just a little bit bigger, a little bit more power, and everything. So it's it's better. It's like an upgrade for sure. 
Um, the thing about it, though, is like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I like the M2, and I have all these parts for it. And like the Gooski, I have some parts for it. And, you know, I ordered like maybe about 50 bucks worth of parts when I ordered parts. But it's like, the M2 just kind of pisses me off because I've been burning out ESCs like left and right. And I don't know why. Like, hmm. replacing tail motor and everything, you know, replace all the, because they say vibration calls issues. So, you know, replace all the shafts and everything and the bearings and like really take the effort to rebuild this damn helicopter. And like, first flight, it's like 30 seconds in the flight. And it's like, it just shuts off and dies on me. It's like, what the fuck? Mm. <laughs> you know, so. I think I'm taking a little break right now. Like it's still there. Uh, I'm gonna order another ESC and I'll, I'll wire it back up and get it going. But that uh, sucks though. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of annoying. Especially because like now you know I also want to buy the M2 Evo. Yeah. You know because I want to do that comparison and kind of you know see the side by side on on how these two different models are right. So yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do with the M2 Neo. Um, do I just pull the Neo and sell the airframe for parts, you know, or give it away? I don't care, really. <laughs> what are you flying that that Gooski thing on? Does it come with Futaba. the Fataba? The Fataba, okay. Yeah, and it's like, my, it comes my, with the flight controller thing, like the M2? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yep, yep. It has a similar little stack, you know, um, ESC and uh, Flybar's controller setup. It must um, be pretty decent if you think it flies good compared to the the one on the, the neo on the m2 yeah i, I can't tell the difference yeah, like i mean that's you know the neo, praise though for that yeah i mean the neo flies good um you know obviously neo flies great with the especially with the lightness i think that makes it a little different it makes it feel different but um yeah the the, the, the neo's not the problem with that helicopter it's the tail right and that's why it, it gets like that demerit, not because of the Neo, you know, versus the, the stock flybrows unit, let's say. Could you put um, could you put that Neo over on the other one and Yeah. I just have to wire up that ESC, but yeah, why not? Mm -hmm. That might work. That might be the plan, but I do wanna obviously you know, give this helicopter a, a proper review and also yeah, comparison. Yeah, sure. So before I do any of the modifications like that, I'm going to fly it as stock as possible. Um, so yeah, that's All soon right, to cool. come. But yeah, that's it for really my week. Uh, I did not order anything or or I really besides fixing this too. I didn't wrench really at all. So um, yeah, Ian, what about you? Well. Um... Last week, I had ordered parts for the NX4 to get it up and going. Well, did not have time to do any wrenching. I did not fly. Uh, I wasn't on Discord. What? But, uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, I don't know how many people ended up on Discord, but I did kind of peek in there, and there was a couple of them uh, that were on there just BSing. So. They all left when they heard you weren't there. I was like, yep. Ian's not here. We're not hanging out. <laughs> I, I was talking to Mark Ritchie this week, uh, back and forth over Facebook, and he said, "Yeah, he, he stopped in, and there was nobody really there Friday." Mm -hmm. But he only yeah. had a little, little bit of time to stop hey, in. Hey, hey, Ian. Yo. You know, you know when we joke about you wrenching all the time and Discord and wrenching and Discord, and, you know, we're just playing with you, right? You can <laughs> wrench and you can Discord. It's okay. Uh, no, Please. no, no. I, I had uh, taken the kids out to eat and then uh, we went uh, back to school shopping and get some school clothes and everything. 
which we stopped at like several different stores. I think by the time I got home, it was like 1030. It was fairly late for them. Um, but no. Um, and last Friday was also National Aviation Day. Well, while I was at work, um, the activities director came up to me. She goes, she goes, oh, we're doing that. You know, we're uh, going to have the residents toss, toss like a, a foam airplane around and blah, blah, blah. But I forgot to ask you a couple of days ago if you could bring your helis in. And it's like, well, it's a little late now. I'm here. And she's like, well, we can uh, extend it, you know, because I know the guys would check it out because there's, you know, there's quite a few veterans on my unit alone. So it's like, yeah, I'll bring it in Monday. So that's what I ended up doing is I brought the helis in and, uh, <clears throat> I was just going to set them up for display, but she wanted me to kind of explain about them and, you know, stuff like that. So I brought both the, the nitro 580, uh, the black nitro. Um, and then I also brought the Drake 700 and I plugged up the back, the black nitro so they can see the, the functions of the, the swash plate servos and all that stuff. Nice. And I've got a couple of residents that have, you know, have had their, private pilot's license and then i've got another one that was a medic an air medic in the navy so those three guys for sure were just geeking out um you know they were asking some questions uh like one of the questions i got was like how fast does it go where can you fly these things at you know because i they see the size of the blades up close and personal like wow right uh but yeah, they had a good old time and it was mainly the guys, you know, from both units, you know, and came over and checked them out while the ladies were doing another activity with uh, the activities person. But I mean, they, they had a great time. Uh, <clears throat> the activities director did want me to do a demo. There's no <laughs> way, there's no way in hell outside that I'm going to pull a demo. There's, there's trees out front. Uh, there's too many places where there could be property damage if i was to plant it so it's like oh, i said no uh, I, I don't feel comfortable with that so should have spooled it up in the cafeteria man all the tables <laughs> out of the way well we do have like 19 you know you know feet high like ceilings and, and don't on my unit don't encourage him kevin he's gonna <laughs> kill yeah. someone's meemaw <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. right uh, but no, they they had an absolute good time, and I've I've pulled that stuff before where I you know bring the helis in. Matter of fact, when I was learning how to fly, and I was you know flying nothing but micros. If I was if it was going to be a slow night, uh, the way the the facility was uh, laid out, you had like a, a lobby, and then it would go into a dining room, and then there's a long hallway, and it goes into another dining room, lobby, so on. I used to take like my uh, my Blade One Twenty SR and just fly it all over the damn place. And one of the times I did take it down that long hallway and then just turn around, bring it back. My administrator walked in through one of the back doors into that hallway as it was like coming full clip. And she ducked and she's like, God damn it. Ian. And it's like, as she comes uh, stomping over, you know, she was just going to you know, give me some shit over it. And she goes, are you serious right now? And it's like, hey, the residents are loving it. And they're like, they're all just laughing. You know, they had seen the whole thing go down. And she's like, okay. Let's, she's like, let's not just put somebody's eye up. But, yeah, I used to zip the micros around even on a night shift. So, kill joy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's funny, man, because when I used to work at some of these big abandoned places that uh, we used to handle it, like once a week, I was at this one place, uh, and I used to look for, like, where's their cafeteria? Like, where's the largest room I could fly a micro in, you know, and, and try and sneak something in there? A little V-1911. Let's fly it around. <laughs> <laughs> the little, yeah, what was it? The, the, that little, like, four-channel heli I had back in the day. I used to have that in the work, man. And I would fly it in this one warehouse. Um, like loading dock area every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you were saying you'd walk around looking for the largest place. I did the same thing. Oh, yeah. It's like I could be in the middle of a night shift, nothing going on, probably haven't heard a call light go off in hours. I'll be at the desk and just like just take off from the desk and I'll just be doing like figure eights out in the lobby. Nice. Um, but now, uh, and Friday, like a lot of things that you know went down on Friday. Um, essentially, I had bought a uh, a scooter. Uh, it was a uh, it's pretty much a ruckus clone, and you know it was only about barely even a year old. I test rode it and everything on Thursday. You know, paid for it, and the guy was gonna drive it out. You know, ride it out to me at work, which he was only like a few miles out. And he said he can easily get there. He'd been there many times with it. So got everything lined up for him to come out and then had to have a coworker haul it over to my apartment. Well, I get a call from him. He's like, yeah, I just got back. He's like, I no sooner he took off and got on the road to bring it out to me, broke down. Uh, he had to walk it all the way back to his house. And he he said he was about a mile away from his house where, where it broke down. So it's like, oh, shit, do you need me to come get you? He's like, no. Nah. He's like, I already made it home. <clears throat> but he was thinking it was something that had to do with the carburetor. He already had a Makuni carb, which is an upgraded carburetor and you know parts for it. He upgraded the carb, not that. And once he'd done some more digging around, he figured out that the, the CDI had went out on it. And he's like, you know, I'm already beyond frustrated with this. Um, uh, Saturday, he called me up. He's like, listen, he's like, I think the CDI is out on it. He's like, who knows what else it could be. The reason why it went out because he was, you know, present when I test wrote it. And I, I did, it rode just fine when I test drove it. So, <clears throat> he's just like, listen, he's like, I want to get this thing fixed. I don't want to rip you off. He's like, bring the title back. I'll give you your money back. So that's what he did. Mm. Uh, which is super cool because any, you know, anytime you make a, a purchase like that, you know, something that's used, it's as is, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, that kind of blew me away. The fact that, you know, he's just like, well, you already gave me money. You know, he went ahead and, uh, gave me my money back. I gave him the title back, and we just we, we still been BSing it even after the transaction and everything. And he's just he was so frustrated. He's like, I'm just gonna take it to a shop later on this week, and then you know who knows? I'll probably try to sell it again after that. He just wants to make sure it's not a breakdown on somebody and you know appear to look like you know look like they got ripped off or something. So that was like super cool. Um, but I'll, I'll just. I'll just put the money back and find something else, but I'm not in a big rush. Um, 
other than that, I think that's pretty much my entire week. Um, I know what you can get. Huh? You get one of those lawn, those tractor lawnmower racing lawnmowers. <laughs> just get one of those and then just trailer that in back of your Civic because you can easily trailer that on a little four by eight trailer. You know? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. And you can bring that to Urcha and you're like, ah, pop some wheelies on that. You know? <laughs> Dude, you already told me not to get a one wheel because of a head injury. What if that thing flips backwards? <laughs> head okay, injury. So, hey, How are you going to move else? this thing around? I thought you said scooter. I thought I was imagining like one well, of those electric scooters that you ride on. Uh, no. This is like uh, more like a motorcycle scooter deal. Yeah, right? it was a uh, it was a 150cc. Uh, it would have had to been licensed. Um no, I I probably would have got a trailer or something. Mm. You know, you can get a small ass trailer from fucking U-Haul for like twenty bucks a day. So why don't you get a bar stool racer and bring that to the fun flies? Ooh, oh, dude, yeah. that'd be awesome. Or a bathtub that you could drive around in. Oh, yeah, it's cooler. a little clunky to bring it to. to yeah, that's true. Sure, you got to be able to keep some of uh, Carrie's beer in there. <laughs> they used to make those cool. I don't think you can buy them anymore, but they had those coolers with a motor on them. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and then they started making it into luggage. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen those. Fucking sit on your suitcase and just kind of just yeah, go through, through the airport. airport. <laughs> Stupid. Anyways, you good? You done? Yeah, I think so. All right, uh, Carrie. Why don't you kind of go back a couple weeks and you know inform us what you've been up to. I've had, uh, so I'm going to go, I'll go back to returning from Urcha, mm. uh, which was only a week and a couple of days ago, right? Am I? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm back weeks. Talent, time Two span. weeks now, I think, right? Is it two weeks now? Okay. But man, um, luckily, um, I didn't have to go. I did. So coming back from Urcha, I did have to go back the day I got back. I had it back from Urcha on Sunday. And went straight to work. Got to work at like four. four. Yeah, I, I left Urcha at like it's. Luckily, it's only a short drive for me. It's about five hours uh, home from Urcha. But I uh, left Urcha at like eleven thirty. Got to work at like four thirty and had to work until midnight. And uh, but that was the last day I had to work. I had the next two days off, which was very very needed. Man, Urcha was it was awesome. But uh, it will also kick your ass. Like mm-hmm. it, I, I was on my feet for four days straight, day. you know, and just mm-hmm. in the sun, walking around, and uh, I had I had a blast. But man, that that will take it out of you. I I needed two days of rest for sure after that, and I got one and a half, and and I'm I'm totally was totally recovered after a couple of days. But man, it it really takes it out of you. Just. Mm-hmm. Just the socializing, walking around, and being in the sun. It uh, doesn't sound like it was as hot at uh, Urcha as it was at Urcho. Oh, no. Nowhere but, close. Uh, yeah. You went to both, right, Andy? Yes, I did. Okay. The weather okay. At, at Urcha was actually really nice this year. It was, it was yeah. really mild. It was way hotter last year, and it cooled down at night, like, cool cool i think friday night it got down like 55 so you had to have a jacket yeah and saturday night i think it was like 65 66 which was fantastic yeah really nice and it was warm during the day but it wasn't humid so it it, 
The weather was fantastic, actually. It really was. A little breeze. It was. It was mm-hmm. But um, recovered for a couple of days, and then uh, went right back to work. Had to catch up. Um, had to catch up uh, at work from from being gone at Urcha, and uh, I got uh, actually quite a few things going on uh, in my life right now. I actually, like two days after coming back from Urcha. I closed on my house. We had our house for sale for, nice. like, yeah. So on one hand, on one hand, it's like okay, that's done. On the other hand, it's like oh shit, we got to be out of here in twenty days. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm like looking at all my you know stuff, and it's like uh, okay, we'll we'll get around to this, right? Right? We'll be able to do this, right? Like <laughs> I'm looking at my stuff, like so. I'm taking every day. I'm taking taking a little bit of time but it's uh it's it's we're just just starting it but it's it's gonna be uh quite the task by the time it's all said and done i think oh, yeah. um yeah it, but uh but that and then uh su- surprisingly and this is very surprising for me uh all of my machines despite multiple floggings at urcha somehow made their way home in one piece. Damn. Uh, I'm not really sure how that happened. I think that's the first fun <laughs> flight I've ever been to without crashing one. But uh, Wait, somehow, you didn't crash at all just that week? No, no. I, and I, it's not like I wasn't flying. I was really was, putting some Yeah, he was throwing down. But uh, yeah. somehow, they, and it's not like I wasn't, I wasn't, I was, I was doing my, my, my typical, Typical uh, flight style of uh, taking chances and driving fast and taking chances, but uh, somehow they made it through. However, a couple of days uh, after being home, uh, I got to go out and fly for a little bit and crashed one. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you made up for it. Yeah, my luck ran out. Uh, raw nitro down, but it wasn't bad, and, and got uh, got that back together. And got a couple of test flights with it in the yard a couple of days ago. Just I can't really fly around in my yard, but I can make sure that my tracking's good. It's trimmed. I can make sure that it doesn't have a vibration, and I can do some pitch pumps and stuff with you know pretty much any machine in my yard. I just can't fly around. Yeah. But did a couple test did a couple test flights in the yard, and then. Uh, this morning on my way into work, I got uh, about three or four flights in on, on that one and just made sure that everything was good and got a couple flights on uh, on a couple of other ones. I've been flying my um, my raw 700, just like straight, regular raw, not raw. Raw Puma, I still fly, but uh, just I think it's it was going to Urcha. Like I had not I, – I don't fly my raw 700 that much um or hadn't before urcha but watching those big boys fly man they got like those things cranked up to like 2400 head speed and 17 degrees of pitch and i just don't have i just don't have another helicopter that will do that so like you know being at urcha kind of inspired me to like break out the the big the big raw the full raw honor you know and (laughs) That thing, that thing, it's just, it's just a beast, man. That thing is, yeah. it's, it's wild. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. And that's the, that's the biggest difference between like 
the Puma 700 and the raw 700 is that the Puma will do pretty much everything the raw 700 will do. It just is not as intimidating, you know, it's not, and yeah, it's in it. It's lighter. So it's a little bit easier to fly and it's capable of doing all of the maneuvers. Technically, it's just not as intimidating and it doesn't make all the fart and pop noises like the, 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 the raw 700 does, you know, the, the, the full one, but, uh, Urchie got me inspired to start flying that one a little bit more in it. It is a, that's a, that's that machine will do everything you tell it to do. And more, it doesn't, uh, lack complain about noise. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it just does it. And it like, it's like, it almost is like, where does the power stop? Like it's endless power, you know, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, so then, uh, that was this morning, got a couple flights in and then I brewed some beer until about, uh, 7.15 and raced home and had dinner. And, uh, now I'm finally relaxed and sitting on the couch and it feels good to be on the show with you guys. Nice. Nice. Okay. All right. Let's go right into the main topic and ask you more questions and have you talk some more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So first, uh, where are you located? So I live uh, north of Detroit, Michigan. I'm about, uh, f- oh, about 40 miles north of downtown Detroit. Um, very, very rural area. I've got like, I can fly in a cornfield within five minutes of my house. I don't have very much acreage, but a lot of people around me do. Um, do And then, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's a nice thing. I definitely, certainly like, um, certainly like in earlier stages of the hobby, uh, I feel really bad for guys that have to like make a trip to the field a sanctioned field just to to like test to make sure that their helicopter flies around you know what i mean like that would be that would be debilitating uh in the in the early phases now that i'm kind of like a little bit more established like it doesn't bother me to drive to a field but like yeah man it would really uh it would really be uh a pain to like well, uh, I just want to see if my tracking is good and you have to drive to a field. That would be, that would be tough, but luckily I'm blessed to have cornfields and soybean fields around me to, to go test in. Yeah. Yeah. Or go to the field when you're, when you're brand new and take your stuff and crash it the first flight and you got to drive back home. Oh man. That happens if a lot, I think. Or, or like go to the field and realize you forgot your glow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Realize, dude, I'm ashamed to admit it. I've gotten to the field without a transmitter more than once. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've done that once. Never again. That's the first thing in my vehicle. Uh, I've done it. I've done it once. And then I did it again. And it was like, Oh my, what? So I haven't knock on wood. I haven't done it since the second time, but, and those times were about, six months apart but man and so there's the the field if you will that uh that i'll go to fly at if i want to fly you know with other people is about a 45 minute drive from my house i've done that 
Sorry, Carrie. No, I've, it's all right. It's all right. I've done that going to the field where I forgot my radio, and then I've also do, done it coming back oh, now. No. I forgot my radio. Oh, <laughs> man. So I was just thinking, oh, I've only done that once, but then I was like, no, I, I forgot it the other way, too. Yeah. I, I've literally had my Nitro starter stay at the field all night, and then I was like looking through my stuff. Where the fuck is my starter? Oh, shit. Luckily, I only live 15 minutes away from the field, so... Yeah, or that if it's not going to rain. Hopefully, it doesn't rain overnight. You go fly right. again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. it's right. just this last time. It was the first time I ever had a note left with it. So, <laughs> 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 oh, I got in my last week. I got my gift basket too from you, Ian. Thank you so much with the gallon of nitro and uh, the fruit uh, array <laughs> that you, you sent me. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> Ian, Ian sent me a gift basket. Remember, for I, I kept telling him he needed to send those guys a gift basket for all the work they've done uh, on his helis. Uh, oh, right. yes. Carrie and Dan right, and right, John right. Elrod and all those guys. Uh-huh. Manny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Manny. God, Manny worked on it for hours. Oh, I wasn't even that long. It was hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, Felt those guys did a, hell, they did a hell of a job. Yeah, I was really disappointed that we didn't get it, didn't get it up in the air at Urcha. It just became like a, you know, you, you fight something so long, and then it's like, especially at at an event, it's almost like, okay, we've got this much time invested. If we can't make it happen, like I'd rather just see you fly one of mine. Yeah, and like when we found like what was you know down to the bottom of the black nitro, it's like, yeah, I'm done. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to buy another clutch. I'll do it at home and dick with it then. It's like I was not in the mood to yank out the the engine on that one and dick with it. Yeah. No. You don't you don't have to pull the engine on that one, but uh man, considering how much time we put into the the 580 after that, like we could have slammed a clutch in that black nitro in in probably 15 minutes. But, you know. Yeah, at that point I was already Pretty well mentally exhausted from just wrenching. I've been like, wrenching just... for three days at that point. Yeah, poor guy was tired yeah. of it. Wrenching sucks, man. I, I don't. Oh, yeah. I, I used to not mind it. I used to, like I used to enjoy it. Like now, now I, I still. It's still not the worst thing to do, but much rather be flying myself. And unfortunately, wrenching is one of the things that comes along with with the hobby. You know. Well, if it wasn't for the fact that my schedule is like so freaking tight, I don't mind, you know, cracking open a beer, uh, put on something on TV and I'll just sit there and watch TV and be wrenching and just have an absolutely chill night. But like when I work constantly and I've got other things going on, it's hard to find time, let alone time to just relax and wrench and, you know, to just take my time with the build. Versus like, oh shit, I gotta hurry up and get this fucking thing done and then go to bed. Or whatever. For sure. And it gets uh it compounds when you have like so there's like this I don't know, I don't know exactly what the the magical mix or the fine balance is between like so you know, I, I I've got about five helicopters in operating condition right now. And it's like on one hand it's great to have five of them because if one of them has a problem with it. You just grab the next one or, uh, you know, if one of them needs some maintenance, you just grab the next one. But at the same time, it can also add up, you know, it can also build up to a point where it's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to uh, wrench tonight. So I'm going to, 
slam a clutch in my 580, change the tail belt on my raw nitro, and I got to double check the tracking and replace the dampers in my raw Puma. You know, it's like they really when you got you know what I mean when you got multiples, it's like yep. holy crap! I, you know, when it's just one, it's like okay, I'm gonna slam a clutch in this thing tonight, no big deal. But when you got three of them that need repairs for some reason, it really yeah. kind of compounds into almost a oh geez, it, it does. It's a hundred percent. It's a layaway. It's a layaway thing. You basically okay. I'll do that later. I'll do that later, and then they all compile up, and you're like. Dude, I got to do all of these now because now I don't have any other helis to fly. So yeah, I'm punching <laughs> on five helis, yep. you know? Yeah, um, you're, buying, but, you're buying yourself time by having yes. multiple models. But at the same time, all catches up. That, that all <laughs> catches up at some point and you've yes. got to put a rear bearing in one and yes. change the dampers in another and rebuild the tail on one of them. And it's like, holy, it's a lot. Yeah. I, I wait till you have to do it with like helicopters that are so similar, but yet just a li- li- little different. Like, you know, let's say a Goblin 580 raw and um, my nitro raw, you know, nitro um, being like the same kind of head design. You're like, oh, I put these, you know, blade grips on. And you're like, it doesn't they're line very, up right. They're very, yeah. very, very close, aren't they? Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's a little bit off. And then I'm like, I look on the, the 580, I'm like, oh, that's a little bit off too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bolted from there, bolted from there. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> and they both and they both say 27 on them. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, Very they different. both. I, I was just talking to somebody about that a couple of days yeah. ago. In fact, I sent him a message. I'm like, hey, just just as a warning, like, don't get your 580 grip arms and your raw nitro Puma grip arms mixed up because they look almost. Identical, yeah, almost a identical. little bit longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the and the uh, the spindle is like four millimeters longer, and they're very you know they're, they're very close, but they're different. Yeah, most of the stuff's exactly the same though. Like yeah. the the swash plate, swash follower arms. Like yeah. there's enough of it that the bearings, the thrust bearings. Like mm-hmm. there's enough of it that it's the same that. It's nice owning multiples of those yes. that you know that line that like you know if I got you know five sets of thrust bearings in stock they fit all of all my right. machines. Yep. Yeah, that is nice. Cool. So let's find out how long have you been in this hobby because that's a it's a real shock when I heard this. So, uh, my good buddy. Uh, Manny, we had a discussion the other day. He uh, he messaged me because I always say that I've been, you know, I've I've been flying for two years. So I started flying uh, two years ago uh, in this month, August, two years ago. However, I did fly before that about ten years ago, just. Not very successfully at all. I had a Blade CP Pro, and okay. I kind of learned to hover a little bit. And then um, I bought a Raptor 50 from a guy at work and uh, kind of learned about helicopter mechanics a little bit more. Uh, kind of spent a lot of time you know more so more or less like wrenching on that 
And then I did end up with a, like my last helicopter and my first stint was a T-Rex 700 Nitro Pro and had had a, had a fly bar on it, flew it with, uh, with a Futaba 401 gyro and, uh, you know, nothing, nothing spectacular, but it did fly. But, you know, I think, you know, back then, and this isn't that long ago, this is like 10 years ago. Um, I didn't have any, like I wasn't on Facebook. Um, I didn't have anyone around me to give me any sort of like guidance uh, on like, you know, this is how you tune a motor. This is how you set this up. It was kind of like watching YouTube videos, hoping to get lucky and like doing searches on run riders. So the extent of my skill sets kind of reached like I was able to fly back and forth, like down the flight line and do stall turns at each end. And I could do uh, like a nose in inverted hover in front of me. And then uh, I think who knows what happened, probably like some sort of strange mechanical failure that really got me frustrated. And I put it back together and put it on the shelf for 10 years. And then, Two years ago, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you what sparked me again. Some piece of crap Facebook ad got me for some like foamy $30. You can fly an airplane at your house. Ad. Oh, and, and, I, and I bought this thing. And of course, it comes in the mail like nine months later. And it's like <laughs> a cool <laughs> a quarter of the size of, you know, what the, what the, what the ad was on Facebook. And, yeah. But, but the thing actually, the thing actually did fly and I flew it like around my yard and it lasted about, I don't know, two hours before I destroyed it, but I had a lot of fun doing it. And uh, then once it was destroyed, I'm staring at this 10 year old 700 T-Rex nitro pro that hasn't mm. fired up and, 10 years still had fuel in it from 10 years ago. And it was like, it had like a, I think it had a NICAD receiver pack. It had like four double a batteries. 10 years ago. Yeah. You know? Um, so like, I don't know. I stuck that thing on the charger and, uh, I was like, well, it, it took some milliamps, so it should power up. Right. So pulled out my old Futaba transmitter and, and, um, you know, for the way I looked at it was like, well, this thing's either not going to start or it's going to start and it's going to take off and crash. Either way, it'll, it's worth trying. So it, uh, it like it, the fuel was in the tank for 10 years. It fired up. Like it wasn't, it didn't fire up easy. It, it fired up. Um, and, and I flew it, like I flew it for like a week. And, and of course, you know, I didn't know about like engine bearings going bad and thing and bearings in the driveline going bad or anything like that at the time. But, uh, it flew and I, and I flew it. And in that short period of time, uh, I like ran into a guy at, the field that I was driving to fly it at. And 
but in this guy, it was a like, I was nervous talking to him. He's such a good pilot. Um, but he kind of like started steering me in a good direction, you know, all right. He's like, Oh no, that, you know, that's a great model. You know, it's, I'm like, are you serious? It's 10 years old. He's like, no, that thing's, that thing's still good, man. You're like, just fly it. And, and it got me flying. Like after like two weeks, like it just mysteriously like dropped out of the sky. And I, I'm now pretty certain I know what happened. I think that the engine bearing was probably so, so corroded in it that it was vibrating so bad that the receiver just kind of, you know, probably vibrated the receiver apart, you know, or some other electronic thing, but it destroyed it. And I rebuilt it several times. I still actually have that one, but, um, uh, that, you know, that got me, it got me like going again. Like I was like, wow, this is, this is cool. And now then with the guidance of, uh, that guy is, he's a good buddy of mine now. His name's rock. You've probably seen him fly at the fun flies or heard of him before now, but, um, you know, he kind of like, well, you know, we're all flying, you know, he, he guided me down the path of like, well, you should fly that with a fly bar because there's a ton of parts available. But if you want to go to fly barless, uh, here's a beast X or, and then eventually it turned into, you know, six months later, I was kicking myself for buying a $1,600 V control touch with four Neos to put on new helicopters. I was ordering, like I was, I was hooked immediately hook, line and sinker, right, right back into, you know, like just, you know, yeah. When I, after, after flying that thing for just a couple weeks, I was like, I'm in. And the, my, you know, like, I don't, the, the seems, I don't know what it is. I don't definitely don't have more time now than I did 10 years ago, but I guess I'm making time or finding time to, uh, you know, to work at it and learn new maneuvers. And it, I'm, I'm enjoying it still like really enjoying it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah cool. dude. Um, all right. So you kind of mentioned it for a second, you know, kind of got you back in the hobby, but do you only fly helis right now? Or do you, do you kind of dabble in some, planes uh, and multi-rotors or anything else so i think actually after 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 i got the 700 t-rex fired up again after i demolished it i mean it was looking back i should not have repaired it it was like it was it was totaled but i but i put it back together but anyhow i, I think after that i bought a couple of those like um e-flight foamies like bind and flies and, uh, and I still got them and, uh, I keep saying that I'm going to fly them, but I, uh, the hell, the helis really have me engaged right now. Like yeah. I, I would, I wouldn't, there's definitely, there's definitely times where, um, I would let, I wish I had an airplane with me. I've got like a foamy EDF jet and I've got, um, like a e-flight night timber and there's, so many times I say to myself, like, oh man, I wish I had one of my foamies right now. I'd fly it around. Uh, but I never think ahead far enough to like bring one with me. Yeah. And, and they're quite, they're, the planks are quite inconvenient to transport. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, 
Hallie, I can, I like, I don't drive anywhere without a helicopter in the back of my work van. There's always a, there's, there's three of them in there right now. If, if I need to make room, if I need to make room, I take two of them out. Like they're so convenient size wise to have back there. I just have one in case I'm on my way home from work or on my way to work. I can pull one out and fly. Whereas a plane, I, I enjoy flying them, but you really have to kind of like plan. They're pretty big to, to just have in the back of my van all the time. Right. Take them to the events though. Like that night timber is be a great thing at Urcha real late at night tool around with yeah. like outside of the lights and stuff. Sure. For sure. And I just forget to bring it in. And definitely this, this, uh, and don't tell me you don't have room. You got like a 40 foot trailer you're dragging around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I could have brought one with me to Urcha for sure. But this Urcha, (laughs) man, it was like, I'm surprised I made it like last minute. The thing, the things with work were like Mm. stacking up and I knew I had a lot of work to do in order to make that happen. But then like the, the, couple days the last two days just before it's like man i was at work for i think the the so the three days before urcha i was at work anywhere from 16 to 12 hours the all three days before urcha mm-hmm. like just trying yeah. to get caught up it's like by the time i got to urcha i needed to just sleep in my trailer for a day which i took it easy the first day at urcha which was nice yeah well, that's like, I mean, you're like me, if you got your own business or work for yourself, you got to work twice as hard three days before you go on vacation. And you got to work twice as hard to three yeah. days when you get back just to make up for being gone. But 100%. It's worth it. It's exactly, exactly how it is. But, you know, we also get to, as a business owner, we also get to kind of like, yeah, don't go hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. we, can, we can get we can that time off, right, you know, right. You just have to make it happen. Yeah, you got, yeah, you got to make it happen. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's talk about, are you sponsored? I know you are. So. Yeah. <laughs> like sponsors. I'm, I'm sponsored by a few. Um, uh, Maniacs batteries, uh, nice. switch rotor, yep, switch rotor blades, um, BK Hobbies, and X-Nova Motors. Awesome. Yeah. Um, all of, all of them treat me really well and all of them take care of me really well. Uh, but man, the guys on the BK hobby team, like I just really, I'm, I I just really feel like I fit in there. Like I'm really happy that I'm on that team. I got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good friends and a lot of good connections with that team. They, they really not, not taking anything away from the other ones, but I just really, I'm glad to be on that team. A lot of good people there. Yeah, it's a That's, it's a good group of guys, and I'll deny that if you tell anyone I said it. Hundred percent, Ida. That's good to hear, though, Kerry. That really is. Yeah, I mean, it really. Uh, so, uh, for example, like uh, Urcha last year was my first helicopter event ever. Um, and then oh, what after that to go to, it's your first one. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. But you know what? Like, so, um, I'll try to make it the short, like after, after Urcha last year, my, my first event, I was definitely 
I was, I liked events. Like I wasn't before going to that, I wasn't even sure if like, I don't know if I'm going to like events. Like why would I want to fly in front of other people? Why would I want to like be around people that like this? I, I like the hobby even without, you know, like knowing a lot of people. That, that's how aspect, I went. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how I went. That's how I went into it. I was like, well, I don't know. I guess my buddies are telling me I should go to, to Urcha. They're going, and I guess I'll check it out. Yeah. And I left, I left that like, I really liked going, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but after going to like six other events after that in that year, uh, I would say that looking back, Urcha was my least favorite one. Now, um, I think mostly, really mostly just because of its size, like it was so big that it was almost overwhelming to me my first year that right. I, it was like, I missed yeah. almost everything. I was concentrating on like trying to fly as much as possible instead of like enjoying, like taking in the experience. Um, so I really think that, uh, not only having a little bit, uh, more experience of going to different events, but also having, uh, being on these teams where I know people really made this my second visit to Urcha, this most recent one, like so much better to me. Like I had a blast most, and it's mostly because I got to like hang out with more people. And, and, and that was something that I wanted to do. Whereas the prior Urcha, I didn't know anybody except for like the two people I came with. And, And I was more focused on like trying to, get as many flights as I possibly could instead of like, you know, this time around it was like, Oh great. I get to see, I get to see my buddies from Florida and North Carolina and Georgia and South Carolina and Arizona. And even people that I've been wanting to meet from the other side of the world that I haven't met yet. And I'm going to get to meet Andy Ross. Finally, I still haven't met him yet. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? I got to, I got to, uh, actually enjoy it from an aspect of like, Hey, these are people that I see online that I talk to that I hear on podcasts. And I'm, I'm not, I wasn't really so much focused on, you know, getting thousands of flights in or hundreds of flights in as much as I was focused on like, I'm here to enjoy this and whatever I feel like I want to do to enjoy it, I'm going to do. And, you know, it was a much more enjoyable experience from that aspect i i had a blast yeah yeah for flying's almost secondary to to hanging out and meeting up with you for sure and the more people you know the funner the events are oh yeah for sure for sure yeah um all right let's move it on here let's see club affiliations uh you said that you kind of drive to a, a field, right? Are you a member of that club? You want to give a shout out to any I'll, club or your friends? I'll give a shout out to uh, the Fraser Frying Club um, in in Clinton Township, and also um, I'll give a shout out to the uh, Lapeer Wing Nuts. Um, both of those clubs are primarily uh, airplanes, um, but they do let helicopters fly there. Um, I do fly there occasionally, but for the most part, uh, me and 
my buddy Rock and my buddy Chad and my buddy Mike and my buddy Johnny. Uh, we fly at just kind of like this industrial park. Um, nice. It's mo- it's it's usually it's it's usually me and Rock or or you know like I said a lot of times I uh, I fly just at a field on my way into work. Unfortunately, around me, at least that I know of, uh, there's not too many like helicopter oriented clubs. There's, there's quite a few, quite a few airplane clubs. And from what I can tell, uh, and I hope I don't, I hope I'm not getting it wrong or I'm not, uh, I hope I'm not speaking incorrectly that even those helicopter or those airplane clubs are not particularly like even like 3d airplane oriented. Mm -hmm. So, so even, you know, even though they'll let me fly there because I'm a member of them, like to them, it's just, (laughs) they're not happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. They tolerate, they tolerate it. If you, I think, I think tolerating it is, is a, a good way to put it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, they're good. They're all, they're nice people, and uh, I just don't particularly feel like they're happy that I'm there. And you know, with a helicopter, I don't need a, I don't need a nice runway, so mm-hmm. I can just go. There's plenty of fields around me, and and as much as I would, don't get me wrong, I would love to be a part of a club, especially if that meant that the other members in the club had like interest in me, and I would be happy to help people with setups and, and happy to hang out with people. I did. There's just, as far as I know, within an hour to even an hour and a half drive from where I live, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. There's not many heli only clubs or clubs really. Actually, I only I know can two. Think of two. Two torches yeah. and yeah. RCHO. Oh, no, well, three now three now yeah yeah sea view oh yeah 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 oh four so what's the other one that you have kevin then uh that one that oh no i think that's airplanes too there was one that rob went to uh or was trying to start that it was helis only but i think that's no i think that is helis only but i think you know i think there's not not many come up with four all the way up and down the atlantic coast on the east right. coast, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, there's not has, much. So, yeah. yeah, I've got yeah. two yeah. clubs in my area that are all helio oriented, which is uh, wow. the Eagles and Casey Heli. Wow, yeah, guys oh, are lucky. Yeah. Wow, then, very, very lucky. Casey RC is planes, and then the Northern Knights planes, which they welcome helis. They, there's some guys that dabble in that, and then Warrensburg. When I went to that event, I was actually shocked that you're. You know, a couple of the guys are just like, "Hey, grab the helis. We want to see him fly." <clears throat> and yeah, a lot of them like to see you fly. Yeah, they want you to know? see it, but then it's like, "Oh, uh, you're talking about." Yeah. Well, they told me to definitely come back whenever they have another one. So it's like, obviously, they didn't say, "Oh, events are different." Don't come too. back. <laughs> yeah, events are totally different. Events are different. Have, have you noticed? It, it seems like it seems like the airplane guys that fly like. 3d airplane they get along with the heli guys too yeah they're usually cool and like to do dumb shit and so we get along well as long as as it's like it it definitely seems like the like the 3d airplane guys 
totally get along with with the heli guys. It's only like the um yeah, you know what we call those, Gary? Those other guys that just go fly circles. We call them dirty old plankers. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty old I, th- I think that's to a point the 3D guys because I think it, I well, I should say the I think it gets to a point with the model. I think if they're, you know, the foamy guys when they get into the, like the really big stuff, like the 120 inch stuff, those guys seem to be like elite, like the giant jet guys almost. From my experience, what I've run into. Some some are. Some. Some. They get that elitist are. uh you know mm-hmm. mentality, sure. Type of attitude, yeah. yeah. At least around me, there's there's only been a couple of like three D airplane guys that I've run into like at various fields. And those guys seem to be like quite refreshed mm-hmm. that these out there like you know i'm out there smacking a heli around they're like wow you know that's entertaining for me to watch so those guys you know they're like yeah. dude you should you should come out more often but at the same time the, the other the guys in those clubs that don't really like those 3d airplanes there uh, they, yeah, run, right. they run into like the same issue yeah they, exactly. those guys run into the same issue. is they're like getting told that they're they're flying too dangerous they or to their the pattern or yeah they're flying too, too exactly. dangerous too erratic too much exactly. noise, whatever those are the guys that are prop striking their own hands like every year oh, yeah. but you're too oh, dangerous yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yep yeah 100 yeah and then they use that as like a as like a an example oh we had a prop strike last year so we gotta be we gotta be careful you can't be flying 3d yeah you're flying too dangerous this is the guy that brings a a big plane out every week and he sits there he puts the wings on he fiddles dicks around with it for two hours does one flight and then comes in breaks the landing gear off as he tries to land but you're too erratic you know that's that's the type i think of when i think of dirty old planker there's no shortage of them in my area Mm -hmm. let's put it that way but anyway, sometimes yeah. they're more entertaining to watch. <laughs> it can be. Yeah, it, it definitely can. can be. One day yeah. actually fly because they're like, oh, that yes. windstock is very straight true. horizontal. I can't fly in this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, let's digress back to uh, some questions here. So, yeah. uh, do you sim? I'm currently simming. As we speak. <laughs> nice. What's nice. your sim of choice? Um, I've got, so I don't want to, uh, like say that anyone's better than the other. Cause I, I don't think that that is the case at all. Cause I've got, I've got like four of them, but, uh, I'm a real flight guy. Like okay. I've tried, I've tried quite a few of them. Um, and it, it's probably just that I haven't taken the time to get the other ones, uh, you know, totally dialed in. Uh, but uh, so like when I when I did helicopters like 10 years ago, like I was talking about, I have that like old real flight G2 plastic transmitter that plugs in your computer with like a. Mm-hmm. 11 and VGA port connection. <laughs> and, and, and I have that, 
And it's just so convenient that it's plugged into my computer all the time. Like, you know, the other one, the other ones, the other Sims that I do have, like, I have nothing against them other than like real flights, just convenient. Like the things plugged into my computer. I don't have to pull my transmitter out or a different transmitter out. It's just plugged in, laying on the ground it's next to my computer. I pick it up and I'm, I'm simulating. Cool. You can probably use that transmitter on the other Sims too. Yeah, I bet you can. Yeah, I've but used like the I, USB version on AccuRC. I was gonna say I think okay. you can, but it might be so old that it doesn't. Yeah, work. if it's running a, a printer, eleven pin serial port, yeah, <laughs> PS2 connection or whatever they call it. I'll, I'll be screwed when this computer takes a dump. Mm, yeah. <laughs> figure something else out you know you can yeah, get, yeah, another, get a that. newer like what version of real flight are you flying now so the version of real flight that i have is newer it's like 9.5 or something yeah okay. but the the controller i'm using it yeah, says you know. it says great planes on it mm-hmm. there's great planes and it's got a picture of an airplane on it i guess what i'm getting at is you can get the newer controller that's usb that will absolutely work with all the other right all the other sims so you can just pick whichever one you want but real flight's good yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's really taken me a long time to get my uh helicopters to fly like the simulator so I don't really want to change that at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like the the model that I'm flying right now in the simulator almost flies. Man, it's it's like almost identical to my Puma. Mm-hmm. Just like and and getting that is a huge. It's a huge thing in like transferring like what you learn on the sim to real life because. I mean, you guys know it. Like so often, we're like, "Man, I can do it on the sim. What the hell? How come I can't do it in real life?" But a lot, a lot of times, our helicopters just don't respond like the simulator does. You know, not to mention there's the pucker factor and all that. But at the same time, like, you know, if on the simulator your your tail spins around two times as fast as your model does in real life, it's pretty hard to transfer what you've what you've learned on the yeah. sim to, to the real thing. Yep. All right. Uh, let's get back into the real world. What do you have? What's in your fleet? You fly. What is, was it five helicopters you said, right? Yeah, I got five running right now. Um, two 580 nitros, the Krakens, the old ones. Okay. Um, those are, I really like those helicopters. I liked them for a long time. Uh, they'll probably always hold a, a special place for me. I learned like almost everything I know on those helicopters. Uh, but I've been flying, uh, I'd say my the helicopter that I fly the most right now is uh, Raw Nitro. The 700 Raw Nitro. Mm-hmm. 700 Raw Nitro. And the the Puma 700. So those two helicopters, my, my Puma's on 12S, and it's got plenty of power. But uh, I've never had two helicopters, like an electric version and a nitro version, that 
fly even remotely close to each other. And I feel like the raw nitro and the puma uh, fly, they're still a little different, but they're different. But yeah, I know what you mean. They're, they're closer, they're, though. Yeah, they're, they're very close. Like I can fly them back to back without like a, a crazy adjustment in my style or or the way that I or the maneuvers that I do like I, I fly them exactly the same they're slightly different but man they are close and all of the parts are like I really like flying those because all the parts are interchangeable except for the frames I think like everything transmission head tail everything's exactly the same yep. and so those, those two are those two are my uh, go-to's lately um, but I'm also flying the, the, the original raw 700, um, as well, but everybody knows I'm a nitro guy, <laughs> mostly fly the raw nitro. Nice. The full awesome. Thing. I, I do. I still haven't flown a 580 raw nitro. No, I flew, I flew Manny's for, uh, I flew Manny's at Urcha for just a, just a moment, but I didn't really get a good feel for it. You know, those things, it's hard to get a feel for a helicopter flying somebody else's because yeah. all this, all your settings are different. The motor tuning is different. You know, yeah. you had different blades on it than, than I normally fly. So just everything felt, it felt different. Just couldn't tell if I liked it or not. Nice. Um, so what about your supporting equipment, like radio batteries, all that stuff? I mean, I know you said maniacs, um, flight maniacs batteries. Uh, they work really good. Um, I fly V bar, which, uh, was like, that was like kind of, I guess I would say making that commitment was like the, okay, I'm hooked on this shit now. Commitment. You know what I mean? Like, I had, I had, I had like, often, like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That was done. it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was like the, am I really going to, am I really about to do this? Am I really about to spend this much money on, on this thing? And, uh, <laughs> cause I was flying, uh, I was flying spectrum with, uh, B stacks and, uh, that flew good. I liked it. Uh, and I can't remember exactly like what made me want the v bar other than it kind of just it seemed like a lot of pilots that i was inspired by or liked uh were flying it uh so i was like man that was that was a tough one that was like that's more than like ordering a kit you know that's like because you have to you have to commit to like okay at the time i had like at the time i probably had like four helicopters all on B stacks. And it's like, okay, I don't really want to not fly any one of these helicopters. So not only do I have to buy the transmitter, but I've got to buy four Neos. And they're also telling me that I probably want to upgrade those Neos to pro. And it's like, man, you start doing the math. It's like, am I really, am I really going to do this? And I pulled the trigger and that was definitely, like you said, nail in the coffin. Like I'm, I'm in this hobby now, you know, you make that commitment. It's like, you're in. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I'm glad I did because it really did. I mean, nothing against B stacks. I flew it for a long time and spectrum. I never had any problems with it, but, um, V bar, I do feel like really like helped me progress. 
it was like uh just just less just less hassle when i had to like change something no like flashing leds or hooking it up to a pro uh, computer mm-hmm. program it was just yep. just just easier and uh, as much as I, i'm reluctant to say it 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 just immediately to me like felt better like i was like wow this i like the way this flies it's different yeah. it took it took a minute for me to adjust for sure uh but i, I definitely i definitely was happy with with the change and now there's tools in it that i use that i don't know that i could would want to try it you know i i'm interested in the futaba you know i see a lot of guys going to it and uh i'd be interested but man i lose i use that vibration analyzer like almost every time i go to fly almost every time so i don't know that i could go to something that didn't have that anymore interesting yeah we've we've said it all the time that you know the intelligent radios are kind of like a learning game changer where you can you can immediately feel the effects of the settings that you've changed, like from one flight right. to the next. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think what, what VBAR had that over all the other systems is that right off the bat, you did your regular setup and 80% of that help, like it flew 80% good. Like it was there. You didn't have to do a lot to get it, you know, to fly like other fly rose units. So right. it got you up and flying. Plus, like if you need to change something, it takes 10 seconds to land, change something and go right back in the air. So you're never messing with the helicopter. You're just messing with what do I want the helicopter to do in the air? And that's exactly. what we're all trying to do, right? To learn to fly better. So, And and that's exactly exactly like uh, I was talking about just a couple of minutes ago with trying to get the helicopter to fly like the simulator or right. the simulator to fly like the helicopter. Either way, like being able to have that adjustability of like, oh, no, wait, that's rolling way faster than I wanted to, or it's, you know, it's the games chattering, you know, in hurricanes, like the ability to like, well, just turn it down. Whoops. That took three seconds back up in the air. That really allows you to concentrate on flying and enjoying flying instead of concentrating on setup. You know what I mean? The, the end goal is flying the helicopter, not so, not so working French. Yeah, here's a here's a little little story. I'll just kind of go into real quick. It kind of just like explains it all. Like you know, I was at I was at my you know flying friends and and you know we had a a guy coming and he came and he's like he took out like a Spectrum radio X12. He came out and put, even put a V bar shelf and then you know a Futaba and and you know he takes out a laptop and he takes out this and he takes out that and he. And I'm just, I'm like kind of watching him in, you know, the corner of my eye. And it takes like probably about a good hour for him to get everything kind of set up. And then even when he's done setting up, he's kind of like, you know, like making sure everything is kind of set right and spaced out. So you got room. And, you know, and then by then I'm like, oh, I got to head out and fly. <laughs> I mean, I got to head out and go home because, you know, it's now five o'clock and it's getting, you know, like I need to go. And it's just funny, like. You know, I see like other fly bro students like that. Like you sit there, you're like, oh, this isn't right. So what do I do? I got to set my bench up. I got to set my laptop up or my Bluetooth programmer. I got to get my phone out. I got to do this, got to do that. And you're you're just, you know, two hours go by and you're not flying. While the guy, the V control is like, oh shit, that's not right. Right back in the air flying. Like no time wasting, you know? Yeah. What some of the others with, with a setup like that, what you do in two hours 
you could do in one flight. Like all yes. of the changes you could that you'd be making throughout two hours or whatever, you could actually do that in one flight. And there's all the benefit you've learned it in that short little five minute window, like what what those settings did and what changes made, and, yeah. and how it affects you. Yeah, and, and there, uh, there's there's people that really enjoy that type of like sure, oh, dialing. sure dialing. I'm I'm a you flyer, you know. I want to yeah, get me back in the air. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, I mean, you know, I'll tell the, you, I'll tell the you hobbies one their thing. own. So, yeah, sorry. Go. I'll tell you one thing that was really, really difficult to get used to with VBAR is not being able to look at your settings without having the model turned on. Yeah. That was like, I, now I'm totally used to it and it doesn't, you know, I'm just like totally converted over. It doesn't even phase me at all. But like, man, at first coming from like, coming from spectrum where I could like even be like at work, like thinking about my flights I had on my way into work and like thinking like, man, I should turn my gain down on the head on that helicopter. And I could just grab my transmitter and do that. Whereas with V bar, you've got to grab the helicopter, take your blade holder off, put the blades open so you can power it on and go on and do that. But now that I'm adjusted, it, it is, it is better. It's easier that way. Yeah. yeah, and it makes sense because of the way you know the the program is stored in the Mio, for sure, and, uh, and the radio. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, it's just part of it, right? Yeah, for it's sure, part of the design. And then, and then it is there's pros and cons to it. Like you said, that's a con, or you have to hook your model up. But there's also pros like I forgot my radio. Hey, exactly. Kevin, can I buy your radio? And right. they go fly your model, you know. Or or if you want to fly my helicopter with your radio. Because you, you right. know, you look different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's um, absolutely an advantage. Yeah. And even like a couple of weeks ago, you know, I had one, of, I had the raw Puma at, the, at my club field and I had someone else with the V control and my friend John. And I was like, you want to fly it? I'll buddy box you. We got a, two V controls. We could just do it right now. And it took us like five minutes to kind of figure out the, the, the programming and to get it set up. And then there you go. He was flying a 700 for the first time, you know? Somebody's got to show me how to do that. Yeah, yeah. Next time, I don't know. Easy. I don't know how to do the buddy box on there yet because I got a couple, couple of guys. One guy, uh, Mark, that lives near me, wants the buddy box, and I would love to buddy mm-hmm. box for. Him, but I just, I, I've never, you know, dealt with the setup. I'm sure it's easy. I just, you know, it's one of those yeah. things. Where like, well, I'm out here flying. I don't really feel like trying to figure it out right now. Yep, you do it once, you'll you'll kind of remember it. It's a little bit of a odd way of setting it up, but yeah, it's it's cool. You just bind that radio to your radio, and then you connect it to the helicopter, and, and there you go, you're done. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's kind of just pivot off of your your helicopter experience and kind of move more into how you su- how do you afford this helicopter experience? How do you afford this hel- helicopter hobby? So kind of going to that, what do you do for a living? So I make beer for a living and I don't make hardly, I make hardly any money at all. So I think, you know, <laughs> it's all, it's all about, it's all about priorities, you know, sure. like I think, cause I get that from people. Like, oh, how do you afford that? Like I did spend, I did spend two grand on fuel last year and I did spend probably two grand on blades last year, but like, I don't, like I don't have anything else. I don't have a boat or jet skis or a nice car. And they're like, 
you know, it's all, it's priorities. Like, uh, I, I don't make very much money at all, but I also pretty much just do helicopters outside of going to work, you know? Um, so like, yeah, I got a, not a very nice house, uh, not a very nice car. (laughs) So that's how I afford it. Yeah. You take, uh, yeah, like you're saying priorities. Um, so, so how'd you get started in brewing? Like, you know, brewing beer, like just do Uh, it as a hobby and then it turned into something or did you, you know? Sure. I, um, so I've always kind of liked craft beer, even when like before craft beer became, I, I wouldn't even call it craft beer. So I always, I liked foreign beer, even like when I was, <clears throat> and I live so close to Canada when we were, tw- when we were 19 years old, we used to drive over to Canada every weekend so we could drink nice. the legal drink here. There's 19 yep. and all, you know, all my buddies were going to dance clubs and stuff and I would go with them, but there was a, one bar that had like 50 beers from all around the world. And I know that's like common nowadays, but back then it was like, not, nah. and these beers weren't like craft beer. Hadn't really like become super popular yet. Uh, this is probably like 20 years ago. Um, and, uh, but they were beers from like the Netherlands and, you know, all over the, like they had beers from all over the place. And, you know, I, I really, enjoyed them and that got me interested in like you know the different types of beers and uh you know i just kind of like was interested in those beers for a really long time and then started getting interested in um craft beer as like craft beer in michigan and the united states started to become popular i I got interested in it and uh, i was working at chrysler at the time um and my boss uh, Mike was like, well, if you like beer, why don't you try making it? And I was like, oh man, I, that would be so cool. And he's like, well, you should. And I'm like, ah, I don't need another hobby. I kind of, I don't, I don't know if you guys have, uh, know yet, but I kind of have a problem with hobbies. Like when I do <laughs> them, <laughs> I do them. You know what I mean? So I was really reluctant. Like I was like, man, I, I, I don't want to get involved in this, this brewing hobby. It's probably going to take, just take me over, you know? And so I, I did, I I didn't want to do it for probably like two years. He kept on kind of bugging me. He, he, he homebrewed himself. Okay. He's like, Oh, and, and, uh, we would talk at work. We had like a good work relationship. He's a good dude. I still talk to him now. He's a great guy. Um, but you know, he, Oh, come on. You should brew. You should brew. You should brew. Like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to get involved in it. So one day he gives me all of his brewing equipment. Cause he like upgraded, he upgraded, okay. he upgraded his system yeah. and it was like, Oh boy. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, so now I have no choice. Right. So I had to, I had to get involved and, uh, like, man, sure enough within, Within a year of my first batch, I had brewed 126 different batches of beer and picked up five gold medals in the Michigan Beer Cup um, on a home on a homebrew level. And uh, so, you know, that that kind of that's how I got involved in brewing. Um, And then 
from there, my, my dad has always, since as long as I can remember, wanted to open up like a small family business. So, uh, I didn't push to open a business. I didn't necessarily want it, but, uh, he wanted to open a business and, and seemed like brewing was a good opportunity for investment. And, uh, that's how we opened a brewery. Nice. Awesome. That's yeah. great. Huh. So does this friend that helped you get into brewing, uh, you know, does he have a beer name after him or something? <laughs> so he's got, so he's got, uh, one close. Uh, so the, fr- the, the, the kettle. So of that equipment that he gave me, the one kettle, he had used it for like four years or whatever. And it was time for an upgrade. And then I brewed like 200 batches on it and the batch, and it was like batch 210 or whatever. And the beer that I was brewing was a, a Kolsch style. And I had gotten the recipe from my buddy that gave me the equipment. And during that brew, the kettle cracked down the side. Oh, nice. So, wow. so there, oh. there's a, there's a beer called Kettle Cracker Kolsch. So it's kind of named after, <laughs> after That's him okay. Because yeah. the beer cracked the kettle during that brew. Nice. You, it's clear you do have a bit of a problem with hobbies. So it's been two years you've been flying heli. So when is the, the Brook 700 coming out? <laughs> I, I think I've, so I have learned this lesson <laughs> in, in, in life. Uh, you can very quickly make something that you enjoy so much you can make it unfun immediately you can make it it not so enjoyable by making it your job absolutely i I still like making beer but it definitely has lost its uh it's lost for me as a brewer like i I still like to do it but man it it is a job 100 percent. it is just as grueling as every other job i've ever had if not more so more probably Probably. Yeah, it is. It's more. It's more physical effort than than lots of jobs I've had, and it's I'm more stressed too. You know, your name's on it, your family's and, names on it. And, and that's that's really it. And when you work for somebody, you can clock out or go home or whatever. You don't have to think about it. Now you got to think about shit twenty four seven. Probably. That that is one hundred percent absolutely the truth. If if my job was just to make beer. Uh, man, I would have a great job, but unfortunately, there's mm-hmm. uh, a lot of other things that come along with owning a business that make it uh, a little bit more or a lot more stressful and a, a lot more of a burden. Uh, but luckily, I've got a great hobby that I'm able to get away, sneak away, and go do for even if it's a couple hours at a time, or even if I go to an event for a couple days. Uh, man, it is just such a relief to. Luckily, I have got uh, Samantha who helps me a lot with the brewery, and I've got a couple of good employees that help me out a lot. But man, getting away, this hobby is like it, it's hard. Some hobbies, it's hard. They're not. They don't take enough of your attention away. So, so like I do, I have found that like some hobbies I tried, like this is fun, but I'm still thinking about work, yeah. like. When you're flying a helicopter, when you're flying an RC helicopter, there's not too much else you can think about. Right. Uh, you, you, you pretty much leave the stress okay. at the curb. Yeah. Yep. 
and and I think that's what the hobby, this hobby of helicopters is is has been so helpful for me with because it's like if if there is something that's weighing on my shoulders when I when that thing spools up and it takes off off the ground and I'm standing up there like it doesn't matter I, I can't think about anything else I have to I have to focus on on what I'm I'm doing and and it's awesome what, what, what I'm doing is fun you know flying helicopters is exhilarating Hell yeah, yeah dude. just it yeah, and a lot of people don't realize when you, you know, it sounds great owning your own business and all that, but my brother-in-law, he owns his own concrete company and he's working, you know, 16 hours a day and weekends, yeah. you know, he's up doing books at like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, 9am on a Saturday night, you know, it's not all like, he makes really good money, yeah, but he's putting a lot of time in. If you yeah. figure it by the hour, it's not right. so great. <laughs> yeah, right. figure it right. by the hour rate, it's not that good. <laughs> so that's that's brutal, man. I've I, I've done that a couple times recently. That is, that's I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Burger King that's hiring across the street for fifteen bucks an hour, and I'm like, <laughs> man, that, that, that so sounds bad. bad. It sounds so bad for the amount of hours I'm working over here. Yeah, you told what you need to do. You don't have to think. You just stand there and do your job. Yeah, it's not so bad. Oh, they piss you off. You can quit and go work at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, so let me ask you what's what's the what's your favorite beer that you did not brew, like that you bought? You know. Ooh man, that's a good question. And I've gone, I've gone, I've gone through so many of them. Like, right. Cause I like, they, like, I, I seem like, it seems like I'll like latch onto one for, um, like a couple of years and then my tastes will change. I do drink a lot of beer that, that I don't brew. I actually mm. like my beers are great, but you know, like after a hundred of them or 200 of them and a, you, you kind of like, it's good, but I want something else, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and also uh, to go along with that, the beers, the beers that I buy that I don't. So beers that I purchase that I really like, if I really like them for longer than three or four months, I just figure out how to wait a way to brew them. Mm -hmm. So, it's so, awesome. you know, it, it's like, or, or something very, very, very similar to it. Yeah, so like that like, style beer or something, mm -hmm. right? Right, right. So, like, I was hooked on uh, Fat Tire. Uh, it's an amber from uh, a brewery in Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, New Belgium. Man, I, I loved that beer for, like, two years. And it was like, well, I've liked it for so long. Probably time I figure out how to make it. And it took me, you know, it took me, like, 30 30 batches to get it dialed in. And now the one that I brew at the brewery, I, I actually like it a little bit more than that one, you know? So, but I do, I've gone through them. I mean, I think I, th I, th I guess the ones that, that I like the most are ones that I have not been able to figure out how to brew. And the two that come to mind for me are probably one of them. You've definitely heard of, um Guinness is almost that's my beer like, choice. It's like impossible to replicate. I've tried so many times. Um mm -hmm. they it's but it's must be, you know, they've got 
they're for one, their water's different over there. Um, but also, you know, they've been doing it so long that it's just, um, I, I have not figured out how to replicate that one. Um, another one that, that I have not figured out how to replicate or get close to is, um, uh, it's pronounced who garden. It's from Belgium. It's, oh, uh, right. it's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a, Bel- it's a Belgian wit ale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's the beer that got me interested in beer other than like Miller Lite. You know what I mean? It's the, mm-hmm. it's the first, it's the first year to exactly. yeah. it, was, it was the first, it was the first beer that I tasted at that bar in Canada that I talked about. It was the first one that I tasted that I was like, well, this is quite pleasant, you know, mm-hmm. cause before that beer was like, well, uh, it's okay. It's going to make me feel good, but it's not my favorite flavor. But who garden was like, man, I want to drink this cause it tastes delicious. Yeah. That little citrusy mm-hmm. taste to it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I have not figured out, I've got something pretty, pretty close to that, but it's, it's not dead on. And then, um, I guess, the other one that comes to mind is Hofbrau Original Pilsner. Hofbrau. Fantastic beer. Yeah. And again, that's that's another one of those one. I think like all three of them that I've mentioned, it's they're like those are beers that have been brewed for like hundreds of years, if not longer. A hundred years, if not longer. Mm-hmm. And and you know, they're coming. They're coming from places of origin that the ingredients of that origin make yeah. the product what it yeah, is. Yeah, the hops that they get from their fields, like it's it's all like curated almost. Even the point. equipment they're brewing it's yeah. probably ancient. Yeah, it's right. still yeah. probably original equipment, right? And they just yeah, they're, doing, they're doing it in like a a stone bottom, like they're just brewing it in a stone room, right? Just on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so, kind of on the flip side of that question, what's your favorite beer that you brew? Like, what do you like mm. to drink that's, you know, in your, like, I guess, what would you recommend? Is that, I mean, you know, you do drink your beer. I'm sure you, you taste a lot of your batches and stuff, so. That, that, that I cannot, I cannot answer. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, I mean, we, we cycle through, like, 120 different recipes. Uh, we got 25 different beers on at any given time in two different locations. Uh, and the reason that we have that is because everybody likes something different. I can mm-hmm. promise you that at one point in time, I really loved every one of the beers that are on tap, but I mean, people's plate, people's preferences are just all over the map, man. They're just all over the place, yeah. but you know, I hope I don't sound lame, but as much exposure to flavors and, and, um, you know, I, I, it's my job to taste beer. And sometimes I get overwhelmed with some of the stronger, more flavorful beers that I used to really love. You know, I used to be really into, you know, Russian Imperial stouts, double IPAs, um, sour fruited beers like just all you know but yeah uh because i'm exposed to it all the time and i'm around it so often 
I really kind of find myself steering towards the lighter stuff, you know, just like a, a Pilsner or a light American lager. I like to have, I like to have, you know, six or seven beers, eight beers, maybe more who's counting. Uh, and I just can't do that with a 8% right. double Imperial IP, you know, and nothing right. against people who enjoy those because I, at one time really yeah. did enjoy I those did and I might, and, and I might come back around to those, you know, it's just, I, you know, I, I shift what I prefer. I've noticed over the years, totally changes every couple of years. Like I'll flip flop from, you know, drinking Guinness to drinking IPAs to drinking sours. And it, you know, it, I might drink pretty much just one style for like a year and a half, two years. And then my taste totally and completely change. So it's difficult for me to recommend, it's difficult for me to recommend a beer for someone else. You know, all I can do is offer them 25 different sampler glasses to figure out which <laughs> one they <go>. like. <laughs> nice. I, I usually recommend that people have one of each. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> after 25 beers, they found one they like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, after the sixth one, they're not going to care. <laughs> they're all going to like every one of them. <laughs> yeah, I only tried one, and I, I freaking liked it. It was good. Yeah. You had the you had the blood orange wheat, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, the blood orange, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of skeptical, and it's like you had told me you had uh, you know, an IPA, and then you had the blood orange wheat, and it's like you know, it surprised me. You know, I I hadn't tried anything, so I was kind of looking at it as blank canvas, and wow, yeah, that was a that was a nice tasty beer. Thank you. Nice. Um. All right. One last question I have about the beer is: uh, Are you like the person that? thinks about these recipes and, and ideas for different brew, you know, different flavors and stuff? Or do you also have like other people, you know, you work with that kind of like, Hey, why don't we try this or do this or, you know? Um, yeah. So it's, it's all me. Um, but, and, and early on in my brewing career, that's the way I wanted it. But after brewing for almost 10 years now, um, I, man, I like welcome somebody suggesting me to make something it's like i it's more of like like for one i'm kind of like you know i will i will usually the beers that i make are are based on some idea that i had by tasting something else it's like oh i really like this but it would be really great if it had a little less body or a little more body or was a little less bitter a little more bitter but man nowadays in my in my brewing career i almost like i like get excited when somebody's like you should make this as long as it's not something that i already make or something that i don't like when somebody has like a suggestion some once or occasionally somebody having a suggestion it's like "Ooh, you're right i should do that and that's almost more exciting to me to try to do something that i would have never even thought to do myself is almost more exciting because it's almost like a challenge. Yeah, I was just going to ask you if you enjoy the challenge of trying to, to it's, make it's, something. It's, it's mm. the challenge mm -hmm. for sure. It's the mm -hmm. challenge because, you know, like I said, we rotate through 120 different recipes. Um, but man, of those 120, like 
I've brewed all of them multiple times, you know, like it, like some of them I've brewed. I mean, there's some beers that I've brewed like 80, 90 times. Like it, sometimes it's nice to go into work and not think, but at the same time, it's like, I'm just lifting heavy objects and stirring hot liquid, mm-hmm. you know, whereas like when it's something new and it's something you've never done before, it's like, okay, this is sparking a little bit of like, you know, I have to think about this. I have to figure this out. It's a challenge. And I like that. Yep. Yep. Nice. Okay. That's about all the questions I had listed. You guys have anything you want to ask? Is there any tasting positions available um, yeah. that that I yeah. might be talked into? <laughs> there's, 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 uh, there's 24 bar positions available in the Shelby location and, wow. and 20. Yeah, these are seats on the other side of the bar. You can sit at and taste all you want. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Or you can just come to a fun fly that carries that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say yeah. the problem is you got to go to Northern Michigan, but once you get that part done, it's, it's yeah. not, it's not Northern Michigan. Okay. Middle Michigan. It's not even middle Michigan. It's Bumps like Michigan. Southern Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. I was there. Go to Michigan. <laughs> Carrie, I had family in Kalamazoo. I know that was like Southern, wasn't it? Relatively. Yeah, so, that in but, but, so, but Carrie, so he, he's in yeah. Florida. If you say Michigan, you might as well say Alaska. It's the same difference. You might as well say <laughs> Mars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mars. Yeah. Mars, yeah. You have all the beer yeah. you want, but you got to get to the moon. Mm. Yeah. Man, I drove that. So I drove to it was last winter. I drove to Torch's Winter Bash in Orlando. Yeah. No, 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 no. I flew. I flew into that one. I flew in. So I drove to Amps in Miami. Oh wow! Oh my gosh. And then all the way down. We we went afterwards. We went all the way down to. Key West and then all the way back up. And then we drove back up to Michigan. It was like, it was like 2,600 miles round trip. Yeah. Wow. And I brought beer with me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was going to ask you, is that a pain in the ass carry or like when you go to a fun fly, is that like, you have a bunch of asking for beer every time you go somewhere? Uh, they don't, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, so that's cool. Yeah. I, I like, I like it when people want me to bring beer, but it, it is a little bit of a pain, like, um, especially for something that like, there's some events like, so, uh, I'm going to RCHO fall pole. I'm really excited about that. Nice. Um, it's a 15 hour drive for me. Um, I would almost rather fly there, mm-hmm. but there's so many people that want me to bring beer. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's yeah. like, it's awesome that they want me to bring beer and I, and I really want to bring beer because I love sharing it with people, especially people I, you know, that are my friends in the hobby and that otherwise don't have access to it. Like I love sharing it, but sometimes it is like, man, okay, load these 160 beers into these coolers and then move them into my trailer. Oh, and you have them in coolers too? 
Yeah, yeah, keep them cold. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yes, it is a big pain in the ass. I'll answer for him. Let's, let's just get something clear real quick. Uh, for legal reasons, I would only transport these beers for my own personal consumption. Oh, of course. I want to make yeah. Of course. Yeah. No. This is just yeah, your stock for <laughs> your enjoyment at the event. Yeah, exactly. Now, why you need 160 beers? That's, all, that's your problem. Not anyone hey, else's. He flies <laughs> hard and he drinks hard. There you exactly. Go. Yeah. <laughs> 160 beers, five days in an event. Math, math works for me. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> uh, awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, shall we move it on? Sure. Yeah. All right, because we got more questions for you. Oh, man. All right. We got a top 10 shotgun round. This is uh, just a quick 10 questions. Just kind of off the top of your head, you know, tell us what you uh, um, basically just answer the question. So. I'm going to set this one out, guys, and I'll let you guys take it as you Actually, we give you the answers. You just have to choose which one. Yes. Yeah. Are you, are you going to set up the segment, Steve? You just blast yeah. through it. I got a button here I got to press. All right. So let's do it's it. Like, let's do the top 10 shotgun yeah. round. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go third. All right. Is he in play? Yep. All right. All right, Carrie. Pinch or thumb? Thumb. Nitro or Did- electric? Nitro. Nice. I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this one, but uh, 500 and below or 550 and bigger? Well, 550 and bigger. Yeah. Okay. Question four is uh, when was the last time you flew a fly bar? Two years ago. Okay, cool. All right, sport or 3D? Mm, is there a unpredictable smack option? No. Thanker's called that 3D. Old man 3D. 3D. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Strap on or strap off? Hashtag safety necklace. Man. Uh, go ahead and make fun of me. I'm still a strap guy. Uh, I'm not making fun of you. I do the same thing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't make fun of you for I that. That's, that's because it's because I'm thumbs. I get thumb slips all the time. And sometimes I just got to, sometimes I just got to re- readjust my hands. See, I'm thumb and no strap, but my thumb slips, I just work into my flying. <laughs> you just call that a maneuver. I just call that. You see that? That was awesome. Do it again. I Why can't. did your heli shake at the end? Because your stick shake at the end as you let go. What was that sound? That's, that was my transmitter. That's Kevin. Spr- yeah. Kevin. Springs in my transmitter going. No, 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 no. no, no. Kevin, Kevin, you know that's crack. Kevin, you know that's Ricky Cricky. That's the Cricky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, the next question is cordless or brushless servos? Ooh. Both. Take care. I, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a beyond me question. Um, fuselage style or pod and boom? Kind of like the original Goblin or more of the pod and boom style? That That's a tough one. Uh, just to be different, I got to say fuselage. Okay. Okay. All right. Low head speed or all the head speed? 
more than all the head speed. I need, I need to take a loan on head speed. Oh shit! <laughs> head speed on credit. Damn. <laughs> nice. Oh shit! And the last question is: Urcha size events or smaller events? Smaller, baby. Nice. Jeez. Like six good dudes ripping some flights. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. dude. All right, that was the top ten shotgun round. Nice. Nice. And I gotta I gotta say to Kerry, he was down in Miami and he had asked me to video him and I gotta tell him I didn't stick around and it and Kerry it didn't make a difference anyway because I was videoing everybody <laughs> yeah. and I didn't have the sound on on the microphone. So I got all this great footage of these great pilots, but Bill N called me an asshole for not turning the sound on. And well, it was, it was completely my, it was yeah. completely my fault. See, yeah. how I do all this stuff. He said the footage was, was the sound? footage was. He said the footage was very good, and he might try and work it in somewhere. We might see it yeah, some, B-roll. somewhere. Yeah, B-roll music <laughs> but, in the back. Uh, but sorry, Carrie, I didn't stick around that night. I know you had said to me, uh, "Hey, get some video of me." It, 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 I don't think it would have been good anyhow, Kevin. Okay. I had a rough time. I don't know, man. The first time I saw you fly at Urcha, like that first event, um, you know, I did make a comment like, I think you fly a little too close to yourself, but you freaking threw it down, dude. Like, under the lights, you threw it on all night long, too, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, people notice. Yeah, I mean, hearing that you've only been flying for two years is pretty freaking amazing after yeah. watching you fly. It's infuriating, let's be honest. Yeah, 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 I've been in it ten years and I still suck. <laughs> kind of want to break your thumbs, you know, just to give you a handicap. But. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give, give you time to catch up, you yeah. know. <laughs> why is it a that's, cast? It's not going to help, reason. though. It's not going to make a difference. No. That's kind of why I don't use a strap, so I can just throw my radio. <laughs> you can blame the strap. <laughs> ah, if I like had my strap, I yeah. yeah, he, he tried that once with the strap, but killed himself. So now he took yeah. the strap off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what? You know what? You know what helps a lot. You know, what I think makes a huge difference in progressing. Not that I, you know, I don't know, but I think if you can find somebody to fly with on a regular basis, that's a lot better than you. That it just rubs off. Oh yeah, like I agree with that. My my buddy Rock, like it just. I didn't. Even, it's not like I was trying to steal his moves. It's just when you you're watching yeah, that yeah, like yeah. all the time. It just. It just influences you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And a good simulator too. Yeah. Uh, works. Yep. All right. Let's see. Let's move on to Ian's tech tip. What tech tip? Okay, let's move it on what, to What the hell, Andy? Oh, what is sleep? Oh. What the hell, man? <laughs> what the hell, Ian? <laughs> I'm an idiot. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) No, I got a couple of them that I've uh, I've got coming soon. So, okay, tune in next week. Oh, you heard it here next week, huh? Next week, next week, next week. The big tech tip episode. Better bring it. (laughs) Bring your pen and paper. Yeah. (laughs) I know I will. All right. All right. uh, All the other podcasts complaining about this shit. They can go Who cares? Themselves. Yeah, they can go screw themselves. Let's hear, what Kevin's, <laughs> let's hear what Kevin's Netflix corner got for us. Huh? So, so, dude, my wife went in the hospital 
yesterday morning. And while I wasn't going to sit there at the hospital, hospitals nowadays, thanks to COVID or whatever you want to call it, hmm. uh, they won't let you. They will let you stay in the waiting room, but even when they come out of surgery and they're in recovery, you can't go visit them. It's just a mess. So I'm like, well, you're on your own. I'm going to go home. <laughs> so <laughs> I went home and I started. <laughs> I said, call me when you when you need to pick up. And uh, yeah, so I went home and I I had watched the boys to season like two, like episode four, and I was like, man, I gotta get. I gotta watch this. Like I gotta get, I gotta finish it. So I, but I instead I went back and I started from season one, episode one, and I'm I'm at like oh, wow. I'm, pa- I'm past where I where I'm at where I was. I'm I'm at like season two, episode eight or nine now. And uh, dude, this show is so effed up. And I mean, <laughs> so much. Every five minutes, not <laughs> every five minutes, every five seconds, like there's some form of derogatory curse something coming out of everybody like it's just yeah. it's not usually my cup of tea gruesome but violence and gruesome violence but it's, i'm i i just carl urban dude is the man i, I he's a great actor i find him fascinating yep. as an actor and he's just great in the show and he's uh, fantastic guy that plays homelander is like amazing he's good too. Um, hopefully he's not that psychotic in real life because uh yeah he's unbelievable actor and it's just a good show i i you know i was in i'm into comic books but a whole collection sitting here and uh it's just one of those shows about superheroes that uh that's kind of effed up mm-hmm. <laughs> beyond belief and uh yeah so it's it's what i've been watching and i, I binged it in two days now and i, I want to finish it up yeah the Boys on Amazon Prime. Amazon right. Prime, yes. Three seasons it has. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it awesome. just gets more and more fucked up the farther you go. Do not watch it with your kids. No. Even if they're not, like in their yeah. 30s. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't watch it with anyone. Just, it's, don't it's watch an it with anyone show. is my advice. That's a great, yeah, I don't even yes. think my wife would watch this. It's an alone show. Enjoy, like, it yourself, yes. like yeah. <laughs> yeah. enjoy it by yourself like porn. Yeah. Enjoy it by yourself so people don't walk in and go, what the L are you what watching? What is that? And then you got to pause it and you got to explain. Uh-huh. And then it ain't going to make a difference anyway. Yeah, no. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. But All it is right. A good show. Awesome. Okay. Do we have uh, any snack box? No, I don't have anything. Was I supposed he to prepare something? He doesn't have to something? do that if, if I got something and, I, and yeah. Ian has something. I don't have to do mine. And if I got something, Andy doesn't I have to do I thought we were just going to get bonus and get both, you know, when Ian doesn't do something. But okay. I mean, I could come up with, I could do it Ian style and just pull something out of my ass all of a sudden if you really want me to. No, I don't need snacks coming out of your ass. It's a long episode anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move it on then. What do we got for news and announcements? News and announcements. So I have one news item tonight Mm. or today or whenever this Mm -hmm. episode. But this might be the most important and best news of anything I've reported since I've been doing this podcast the last four years. And this is RC Heli Nation is back, this time with version three. Mm. Mr. Dan K. Reed. This time mm-hmm. he's got Rob Boyd, which if you mm-hmm. were a longtime listener, know he was on the show back at the very beginning of V2. And Nick Wisdom RC. I think they're going to add a fourth host, but we don't know who that is yet. 
Cliff Lewis. I'm, I might know, might but be. I'm not going to say. Might be. Um, so, yeah, it's on uh, Podbean. Uh, he's working on yep. getting it on Apple. I, just, I don't know if anybody's ever done podcasts, but Apple's a pain in the ass to get it going. Yeah. Uh, I think he's on wherever else, Google and whatever. So check yeah, them out. Yeah, his own RSS feed as well from their website, I heard. So yeah. yeah, they have a website, I think, rchnv3.org or something yeah. like that. Yep. Cool. Com, yeah. I think. Yep. And then they're yeah. also going to be bringing back the, the pilot registration stuff, the, the citizen cards. Citizen numbers, right? yep. Yep. Yeah. I went and found now, mine tonight. I do have... I do have something that he said on the podcast. I'm like, I don't agree with that. Okay. I think your citizen number is your citizen number. Dead or alive, don't matter. That's your citizen number. You should not be or like, oh, well, this. Yeah. yeah well, like we're going to reclaim it and give you a number that's lower down the list. No, that's BS. I think. I don't think he said that, did he? I thought he oh, said he he, they would retire oh, no, numbers did. and no, keep no, them. No. But, I, I, but he did say he had a block open in the upper teens. Oh, he said, he literally said, like, well, you know, we're responding to people. If they don't want their citizen number, we're going to give those out, especially, you know, to people. No, that, like, I shouldn't next. do that. No, yeah, I think I'm those should be permanent. That. I, do, well, I agree with you, though, Steve. Because they mentioned yeah. it about Nick. He's like, oh, well, you know, we'll get you a lower number. Well, I thought, but I, I took that I part is Dan that he said, had reserved, like, 20 numbers down low yeah, for that's, later use. That's maybe. Right. That's the way I understood that part. Okay. Maybe I misunderstood or didn't hear that part because I was like, wait, you're just going to give up someone else's number because they didn't respond? No, he he said that he saved some numbers, Mm. like a block. He kept some slots open. Oh, okay. Like in the 20s or something. Yeah, that's fine. Give out those numbers to the the, the crew members. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I listened uh, this past week and... uh, I, I thought it was good, but I had a thought, and I, I kind of expressed it to Andy before the show. It was like, uh, you know, even if he had gotten everybody back together uh, for the show, it wouldn't have been version two. It'll never be version two. No, no it'll be and, it's a new thing. And, and everybody, it's, it, it, dude, it's, and I don't know if Dan's thought about this or not, but uh, I, my thought was like, it's, uh, he's definitely going to have to deal with that, that fact that, you know, people are going to, remember that show they're going to compare it to version two he's got my shoes to fill let's put it that way sure right and and people you know always remember stuff being better than not that it wasn't great but you know the the remembrance of 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 something is always better than it was usually than than what it was and so i'm i'm dude and tan's a very intelligent guy i'm sure he's thought of that and so he probably doesn't doesn't care (laughs) so um you know hey man it's gonna be great i can't wait to for him to put out more episodes. It was fantastic to hear his voice and get to know, you know, Nick. Mm-hmm. Cause I think I've spoken to Nick a few times on, on Facebook and, um, yeah. just back and forth through comments. And I recognized, you know, his name, as Dan said, you know, mm-hmm. people might recognize him, you know, he's, he's all over Facebook. I, I looked so, it up. the The last episode of V two was January sixteenth, two thousand seventeen, with episode two sixty one. Wow. So wow. about five, uh, five, five and a half years. years. And dude, I can tell you exactly where I was where I heard that episode. 
because mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I stopped and and just I know what parking I lot. I stopped to rewind business. it. I was like, "What the hell?" No, no, really? I was I was in a parking lot. I was driving to work. I was in a parking lot. I know uh, I was exactly where I was, and could not believe it that there were because I just started playing it. I didn't even look at the title, right. you know. Well, if yeah. you remember, and, they were gone. They took their two week winter break, and then the yeah, first right, show I back, they announced this, and was like, "Oh, what the hell?" Yeah, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Now I got to go listen to this free fall idiot. <laughs> and yep. I'm like, I'm an idiot. Maybe they'll let me join. And then we I've were been here idiots. for four years. We were idiots because we let you join. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> idiot confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then what right. happened when I joined? I mean, shit. Sure. We're numb by that so, point. So, but by the time you joined, our bar just went. Yeah, we're numb. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, all right, let's move it on. What's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Steve? I have some some paperwork to do. So I got a fun flight. I'm, I'm coordinating for my my local club. So there's a little bit of like. Not paperwork, but I just, you know, need to organize some stuff, set a schedule. You know, I got some volunteers. I got to assign them and, you know, do this kind of management stuff with this fun fly. So so I'm going to be doing that. Um, I'm also creating a flyer for the Hanover RC fun fly that I'm, the HeliFest that I'm, or I don't know what it's, MacFest, HeliFest, I don't know what it's called, but the, the fun fly event that I'm holding, <laughs> I guess I should know the name. Um, yeah, I got to get a flyer built for that and I'm almost done with it. Uh so I'll have that out and post it recently. Um, I've kind of also taken some additional tasks with the, the Theta Serval team recently, and I've kind of been helping out with um, kind of managing that team in the U.S. So uh, especially on the Facebook side, I've kind of helped with that, and I'm doing a reorg on on the Facebook groups that we have for Theta Serval. So I've kind of been busy with that as well, uh, working on that a little bit on the side. So Wow, dude, good for you, man. Yeah, so I'll probably continue doing that stuff until I get all that shit done. And I do need to order a new one-way slash, um, I guess, main pulley for the 580 uh, electric so I can get that back and working. Do you have to get the whole thing or you just press a one-way in? I can press it, but like, I mean, you know, at my discounted price, like it's just easier for me to just buy the whole thing and put Mm -hmm. the whole thing right in, you know. So I'll probably end up doing that. Um. Yes. Put put a shaft in too. Yeah. Yeah. The recommendation. Yeah. I'll I'll swap the shafts out and dude, that thing's been through the ringer a couple of times now in the crashes and stuff. So yeah, it's probably a good idea to do that. And I'm gonna go over all the bearings and you know in the transmission and make sure that's that's, that's good when I get that apart. Um. Yeah. So that's probably what I'll do. Order some parts and wait for it. And yeah, get ready. Uh, I will fly this weekend, but I'm pretty much need to get ready for heli extravaganza. That's going to be the next thing coming up for me. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. What about you, Kevin? Uh, I'm going to be packing some shit up, dude. Mm, maybe packing some of your old helis and airplanes and bring them back up. Yeah. Down? I'm, I might, uh, I was thinking about taking the Glogo part and packing that up. Cause I think I need to go over that motor wise. I had a little issue. I did bring that to the field this weekend. Like we were talking about radios earlier, you know, and I was able to bind it to mics really quick, just, but I, I couldn't get it started. I think there's some, some disconnect between, I just got to check the motor out. 
there's something going on with it. It was like bound up pretty good. It was turning, but it wasn't turning great. So I yeah. don't know what what's going on in there. But I found all those little micro planes that I used to have. I thought I got rid of them all. I think I just put them really high in the in the shed where I couldn't uh, see them. Like okay. the Habu, I still got that, and it looks well, pretty nice. decent. And uh, I still have the old. Uh, What's the other one? The Beast, the UMX Beast. I got mm-hmm. brand new wings yeah. and fuselage for that thing. I might redo that thing because that'd be a, that'd be a riot down there yeah, in Florida. You definitely need to take the that. Off. Yeah, take that Haboo down there and annoy the shit out of those plankers. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It does three miles an hour and it's like freaking 130 Creamy. decibels. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Screaming. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> And then, when, and then when the battery starts dying, it's going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it goes. Wee, 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 wee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Landing left or right. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, shit. But it's funny because I, when I see some of these airplanes, that feel like I got a I got a shed full of stuff I used to fly the old green Sequoia and, and a couple other things, uh, Sbach and um, P P uh, P forty. I think I got. Okay. Yeah. P forty. I still have that P. 51 too it's been in the trash three times but when i go to some of these events and i see some of these plankers with some of this foam shit and it's got marks all over it and i'm like oh man that looks like shit dude like much like i'm thinking all this like why are you flying even flying that thing what a piece of shit i pulled that green sequoia off the wall <laughs> i was like holy shit i got black marks on every like Every wing, tail section, the rudder, because I would land it upside down. I would try and scrape the rudder and sometimes just landing it. And I got, like, probably three-quarters of an inch of, like, hot glue behind the landing gear trying to push it forward. Did you look at it and say, wow, that's a real piece of shit? (laughs) Who would fly that? I was like, yeah. I I was like, okay, I'm going to ship that down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm going to try and get a box together uh, and get. Man, I got that. I still have that twenty dollar rare bear that I freaking love to fly. That thing was oh, yeah. so much fun, and it flew really, really fast. But it actually slowed down pretty good to land. See, I got a bunch of stuff I want to try and like box up and and get down. And I know shipping is going to be like crazy expensive. Oh, yeah, it's going to suck. But uh, that's what I'm going to be doing: packing some stuff up. Right. And I, I could probably call up Mike D this weekend and be like, "Hey, man, you want to go flying again?" But you know, he's got his stuff to do and and he would do it in a heartbeat i know he's he's such a good guy man but i'm gonna probably just chill out this weekend and see family and make sure the wife's all right and then tell her i gotta leave and go to home depot you know i gotta go get cigarettes and be, be gone for like eight hours <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> they never come back back. <laughs> yeah yeah, no, we have a little inside family joke that my wife's like, well, are you going to go get milk and never come back? I'm like, yep, I'll be, see you in a little bit. I'm going to go get some milk and I'll just go fly. <laughs> uh, I did that once. I told told the girlfriend I was going to get groceries, went and flew for two hours, came back. She's like, where's the groceries? It's like, oh, they didn't have anything I liked. <laughs> As I'm bringing helis in the door. Store was closed. Yeah, I didn't have actually <laughs> any room for the, the groceries with all the helicopters in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Andy, what you got going on? I may get my super secret review, Haley. Hmm. I may not. I don't know. I probably will get the electronics. So I need to round up a brain and the other <laughs> stuff to go with it, figure out what kind of batteries I'm going to use. 
That was such a simple tip. <laughs> I know. He's an idiot. He's um, a roundup of brain. Okay. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I might try to get out and do some flying. I haven't flown since. Hell, I don't know when I flew. Oh, when I come back from Urcha. <laughs> Urcha? The day after Urcha, right? Yeah. You're busting some autos there? Yeah. The, yeah. This That Sunday when I got home. Um. So, yeah, I need to do something, I guess. I'm damn do sure not going to work on this Spectre V2. You should just take it apart, box it up, and send yeah, it I'm to Florida. Like send it to Florida, I think. That's what I'll do. Um, okay. So, I don't know. What about you, Ian? Can you get well, plans this weekend? <clears throat> yeah, since uh, I have a weekend off, I, I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself oh, nice. other than probably go ranch. fly. Yeah. Sleep. Go reg, uh, meet up with Keith Williams, go fly. Sleep in until like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, then wrench for four hours, <laughs> and then say, oh man, it's dark. No, just what? bring everything to the field and wrench at the field. For yeah, like you can hours. do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, everything, uh, everything is in the right yeah, spot. Work. Do that. No, uh, the the kids go back to school tomorrow. So, and I even have them enrolled in the extended day program. So, probably when I get off work, probably gonna run to the store, and then once I get home, I'm probably gonna make something easy for supper and go to bed. Because I've been pulling all these freaking doubles. I mean, I'm, I'm even still exhausted, even just doing an eight hour shift. Um, I'm gonna have to get some wrenching done. Um, it's not really going to take much to put the NX4 back together, let's face it. It's a tiny bird. It's easy. Um, I think the toughest thing I've got to replace is the uh, the the main uh, tail drive gear on the main shaft. <clears throat> uh, the rest, it's just plug and play. Um, you got to replace the clutch on the black nitro, get that up and going. Um and then just take some uh, carb cleaner to the to the 580 uh, to the carb uh, the carb on the the 580 Kraken. Uh, see if see if we can't get something figured out on that. Um, definitely going to the field on Saturday. Um, I don't know who else is going to be there. I need to actually check with Keith because he started a new job here recently. So I'm not even sure if he's even going to be off this weekend, but. Either way, if, I mean, if the weather's going to be nice, dude, I'm going to be there for a few hours uh, knocking some flights out. Um, and then, of course, going into next week, since I'm only doing eight-hour shifts during the weekdays, um, yeah, I'll be able to squeeze some flights in after work before picking up the heathens from school. So, Cool. Okay. All right. Cool. That's it? Yeah, that's about all I got. Okay, what about you, Carrie? What do you got going on for you next in the hobby? Uh, in the hobby, I'm I've got some. I picked up some new moves at Urcha. Uh, I won't say I picked them up because they're going to take many, many hours of work. Still, oh, but you got your eye on some moves, right? Oh yeah, I'm working on them. They're they're coming along already, surprisingly. Um, but uh, you know how long it takes to get it like right to where it looks good and it's at a reasonable height, not 400 feet up in the air. So I'm really excited. Uh, that's That keeps me going in the hobby, working on new stuff, that, yeah. uh, like working on new maneuvers. And surprisingly, like I, 
it doesn't feel like work to me. Like just, I, I enjoy working on the stuff. Um, but uh, tomorrow, I just was told a couple hours ago that <clears throat> I only have to work until two tomorrow, and the weather looks nice. fantastic. I am planning on burning like three gallons tomorrow. I'm going to get it done. And uh, then the rest of the week after that will just probably be work. Right. Cool. Okay, let's move it on. Uh, do we have a listener pipeline? We do not have any listener pipelines today. All right. What the hell, man? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. All good? Yeah. <laughs> All right, then let's wrap it up. All right. Let's wrap it up. All right. Facebook likes. We are at 1,413 likes. That's plus three new likes this week. We have Jack Hardenberger, Don Haverly Jr., and Aid Ola Tunji. I got some Thanks, everyone. Ed Urcher, finally. Cool dude. Who, which one? Don Haverly Jr. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I got to meet him at Urcha. He's a cool dude. Oh, awesome. All right, Facebook comments. What do we got for that? Uh, well, Andy said that this was his favorite comment in the news, or favorite news item. What? Was the one that the one that one the one that we just did was the favorite news announcement? Oh yeah, right. That I have my favorite comment on Facebook this week. Also, okay. Steve has said. <laughs> If Ian says you know one more time, I'm going to start listening to Heliheads and maybe even skids up. <laughs> Damn it, Ian. Oh. Well, I guess he can't say you know if he's muted. Yeah. <laughs> or if he rage quit. Oh, boy. And Steve, Steve says I already have. And Andy says, I can't say I blame you. I might join you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Steve Hess, awesome. for that comment. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Funny. Mm-hmm. Poor Ian. Just, just take it down twenty percent, Ian. That's all you got to do. Don't, don't put more than two. You knows per sentence. Just, okay. Just bring you it know. down a little bit. Just, you could add an um or a uh, and it'd be okay. Or an absolutely. Yeah. Um. Absolutely, absolutely, you know. Absolutely. Not to mention. Not to mention. As always, <laughs> I was thinking of it. <laughs> I couldn't think of that one. As always. Oh, uh, we we just lost though. <laughs> what? One out of like three listeners. No, no. Right. Give us give us a little more credit. We have eight listeners out there. Okay. <laughs> okay. My parents count. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm gonna listen like six times. Yeah, oh, I don't even listen anymore. So yeah, my mom won't even listen. She'd be like, uh, "I'll pass." <laughs> Thank you, though. All right, what else do we have? Do you have any other comments? I think we do, right? <laughs> this one's I, from Bill. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I did see that. one Kevin. from Bill, right? Uh, that, that must have just been recently. I didn't refresh. Uh, three hours ago, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me see if I can find it here. It's on the same. It's on yep. the same one, right? Yep, yeah. for episode 339, Ooze and uh, Yes, Mr. William Anthony, better known as Bill Ann, says, first off, how dare you interrupt Andy when he's dispelling a candy tip greatness? Oh, my God. 
It says candy tech tip greatness. <laughs> candy, candy tech tip greatness. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> what does he say next? You should be writing this down, not talking. <laughs> Thanks again, Andy. Thanks again to Andy from some amazing snacks. He is generous and knows what he is talking about. Also great to see Ian, I guess because he's talking about Urcha. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one day we will get a video of him flying or maybe just a video of him wrenching. Nice. Yeah. That's probably more likely. <laughs> that him that wrenching. was such a missed opportunity, and now I, f- I feel terrible about it. I should have had Bill go film him wrenching for like 10 minutes and then just <sighs> speed it up to like a 10-second clip. And then or just, just a, Ian at just like like Ian's flight. It is just him- like. Yeah, like sniper footage from all the different angles and just yeah. put like 12 hours later. Yeah. You know? yeah. A moment yeah. later. Uh-huh. Yeah. That would have been so great. We missed out. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, well. There's always next year. Yeah, true. Yeah, next year, uh, might be more of Next year, I'm going to go throw your tools in the trash so you have to go fly. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. He'll no like, next year, I'll just tool? bring everything flying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, you oh. tried that this year. Okay, okay, you're on, Steve. Because you know I'll bring all my shit flying. Because oh, if you it's not flying, I'm not going to bring it. <laughs> you coming next well, year? Well, to Ian's yeah. defense, he thought it was flying. It just, True. you know, yeah. had problem after problem after problem. Every time I touched after it, there was problem. a fucking problem. Sounds like it wasn't built right then at that point. Stop touching it. I know you've heard that before. <laughs> Where's the bud? <clears throat> All right. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like I touched the fucking servo horn on the throttle. It broke. It fell off. Went to open I'm the door. Idiot. The doorknob came off. I'm afraid to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're getting stupid now. Yeah, we're yeah. sidetracked. All right. All right. The listener posts from Facebook you ask about. Yes, yeah. we have one from Chris Schreibert. A few more days mm. away, the 19th annual Northeast Model Helicopter Jamboree. Mm. Fun event. You know yeah. where it is. Kim and I used it's to get up there it all the, the thing. Time. It's August. Yep. It's Rain Friday split. the 26th through Sunday, August the 28th. So this weekend, nice. I believe. Oh, yeah. Let's check it out. Maston, New York. Way up there. Yeah. Acid mm-hmm. in New York, right? Yeah, I think it's Mason. Cool. I don't know. Mason? I don't know. It's up by Rochester. Yep. Yep. I think Great it's event. Rochester Great area, Modeler, so Rams. Yeah. Yep. It says here it's in Palmyra. Palmyra. Yeah. It's that's that whole Mason area. Road. Palmyra. Mason yeah. Center Road. I don't know, right. wherever. You know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Go check out the flyer. It's on our uh, community post page here. Wherever it is, you know where it is. You know where yeah, it yeah. Is. <laughs> Just keep looking for it. Maybe we'll, we'll Just start we'll asking people where Chris Roberts' thing is. They'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. All right. What else do we have? Do you have any website comments? Um, Actually, we do. Hang on. Do we? We do. Hang on. Stand by. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm boy. Stand oh boy. by. I forgot how to get to it. <laughs> Here, I'll get it on my iPad. Yeah. I saw one come in. The other day, and it was spicy. Mm. All right, let me see if I can find it. Maybe I can find it because I'm remote too here. 
All right. This is from Web012. It says, stealing from us equals Urcha Jamboree Funfly. I can't believe that some of you think that as long as there is a Jamboree every year, it is okay for the Urcha board to, parentheses, allegedly steal money from us. I bet it is possible we could still have a fun fly with honest people running the event. It may take a year or two to get up to speed, but it could still be done. And if some honest people ran the event and didn't steal from the entrance, it may even be cheaper to register. Bob. Oh, it's Bob. It's Bob. I agree with Bob. Bob has some good points for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, you know, is that wrong? You know, now. What were we saying? We were saying, well, who's going to do it if they don't do it kind of thing, right? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, think about it, even beyond all this stuff, right? If you think about it, really think about it. I got in this hobby about seven, eight years ago. This shit all happened before I even got in the hobby. So why the fuck do I care? I mean, yes, they stole money and and all that stuff, but they didn't steal my money. And the guy that stole the money... Got kicked out, so I don't. It's no longer there. I don't so know. Like, they're accusing the current people of stealing this and that, but we don't know if any of that's true or accurate or, no, or whatever. I think I, I think the only thing that the new people did is just mismanage that yeah, organization. Their that's organization. All. So I guess you could technically say your membership fee of twenty dollars was misappropriated, but that's kind of. Yeah, and I guess I that's the know. other thing, Maybe right? Technically, they're not. And also, the the other thing that, that I found in the thing is because they're not like a, a you know a company or an organization anymore, they're not actually allowed to take a membership fee for anything. Yeah. And that's since you know eight years ago. Right. So so that is a little bit of something that they did do to us, right? Yeah. Currently. So. Yeah, and I kind of was. I think my comment was like, I know these. I know Wes. I know. Uh, Monty. Do you really know them though? No. I'm just but, saying, you know of them. I know Monty. I know Wes. I know, you know, I've heard of those other two people, but do I really know any of them? I'm just saying. Monty, I do. I would say yes for Monty, but Wes, I don't know Wes for shit, really. To be honest. Yeah, you have a good point. I mean, I'm I'm usually a pretty good judge of character. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, too. Me too. I'll give a hundred bucks to Satan himself for a good time. <laughs> so anyway, if if he's referring to we were talking about the the twenty dollar thing, then yes, I don't care about that. Yeah, for being able to go and have a good time, I don't want yeah. the entire thing to go away because, I mean, unless Bob wants to do the event, then that'd be great. Sure. I'm right. sure they're looking for somebody to donate their time and do it. Right. You mm-hmm. know, that's one way to look at it, I guess. Yeah. I guess there's also another way I could look at it. The year that I went, um, well, a couple of years I went, but the, I think the last year I went, uh, no, not the last year, the year before, it was my entry was paid twice and I never got my money back. And I'll call him out. Wes said, oh, yeah, I'll take care of it. Never well, that, that, is, that is shitty. So, yeah, but that's, I don't know. That, that, that could be, you know, honestly forgotten about. I've had I've had vendors do that to me, and you know, uh, people sure, that I kind of know trust. Right, that's they don't not have honestly that's forgotten not about right it. If that's what happened, no. no, no. Did you ever mention it to him again, Steve? I mentioned a couple of times, and then I, I, you know, but then like time has gone by, and I'm not gonna 
keep yeah. harping on it or building, yeah. bringing it up, you know, like whatever. But but when I look at that person, I know what that person is about them, or that at least they forgot about me. Yeah, you know, it's same. Yeah, exactly the yeah. same way I'm with vendor or somebody. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> thank you, Bob, for that email. Uh, there's there's yeah. definitely a conversation about this, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If we, unless we get like both sides of the party really, you know. Yeah, I, maybe but, we'll find out. I'm yeah. kind of too lazy to really do a lot of investigating to figure it out, unless somebody else does the work and we can just read about it or listen to it or talk to some people. But I'm hoping that eventually we'll dig down to the truth of the matter. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Whatever. Gonna fly helis and have fun. Playing with toy helicopters, for God's sake. Yeah. And, you know, let's all, let's all admit it. Come on. We spend, you know, Hundreds of thousands of dollars in his hobby, like yeah, twenty bucks or a hundred bucks. Like, like I said, I don't care about the money so much. It's just more the principle. The principle of, like, of okay. it. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah I, I still wouldn't want my twenty dollars going in somebody's pocket where it doesn't belong, though. No, I, mean, yep, I agree. That's yeah. why we got to figure out who's did who who did what. Yeah, yeah. Steve, you have we... an example. You know what happened, but all this yeah. other shit from freaking. Ten years oh, no, ago and stuff. We yeah. don't. We yeah. don't know. I don't know. You don't, I don't know. know. I wasn't around. I wasn't there in the back of the loading no, dock to see if anything of... went missing. Yeah, it's conjecture. Yeah. 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 So that's why I'm kind of hesitant to get out my pitchfork and my torch and torch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Are. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, let's see. People, Poppy. No, uh, we got a few things on Podbean. Nice. Heli Man liked episode three thirty three, Feed Me, and three thirty two, Fellow Podcaster Series Volume Six with Dan Turiak. Mm. Fly Right RC started following us, and so did uh, Hakwadu. I don't know. I don't know if Podbean gets these names right half the time. Yeah, good attempt. Thanks, Heli Man. <clears throat> uh, all right, how far should I go back? Should I go back? Uh, nope. 13 days we all did the this. way yeah, yeah, yeah. no 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 we did line. this four days ago <laughs> bare metal fabrication for episode 339 ooze and a uh great show but when talking about discord candy corn and salt water the listeners can tell can't tell if it's a teenager or retirement home podcast <laughs> 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 nice i like it <laughs> thanks steve i know who that is um fly right rc 13 hours ago on the same episode, 339, I gained 10 pounds listening to this episode. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, uh, I don't know who that is too. Nice. That's, uh, that's Lewis. Yeah. So cool. All right. Candy corn sucks. Yeah. I'm not. You down suck. With candy corn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong on that either. You know what else sucks? Your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not. Disagreeing with you there. <laughs> He's like, and <laughs> all right. Uh, iTunes review. <laughs> Waiting for him to say something that might hurt me. <laughs> and yet, iTunes. Did you even check iTunes, Andy? Did you check iTunes, Kevin? I asked you first. <laughs> I'm checking it right now. Yeah, you suck. 
bunch of yeah, teenagers. You got it right. <laughs> you got it right, Steve. Bunch of teenagers. Yeah. I don't see oh, any damn. reviews on I here can't even sign it. Can't it's even like sign being it weird. I don't know. I guess I hmm. do suck. Oh, I'm I guess we don't have any. And hang on, okay. hang on, hang. Just, just, just hang on a minute. Let me check. I was on the wrong podcast, so I couldn't find any. Uh, uh yeah. no, March fifteenth. All right. Before we do our outro, want to give a huge shout out to Carrie for coming on our show, taking yes. the time to uh, sit with these idiots, and I mean, uh, sit with us and have fun with this. So, yes, thank you, Carrie. Thank you, appreciate it. Thanks, Carrie. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thanks for being here. It was great hanging out with you at Urcha and in Ohio at the event we went yeah. to. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Can't wait for I'm, the next one. Our ride was one of my highlights of of the. Of Urcha. <laughs> night golf cart ride was fun. Yeah. Uh, you'd be surprised you know, how many friends you can make if you take a golf cart somewhere. Mm. Mm. Dude, I thought Especially sure I was bouncing out the back of that thing. I was trying. Well, Kevin, yeah, I did. Kevin bounced off the I, back once, going like five miles per hour. <laughs> didn't spill my drink or anything. Nope, nope. You like did a tumble. You're like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> It's like even when Ethan Atier had like a big, like seventy-inch plane, and he was fine. (laughs) Well, that's why I was going real slow and easy, so Ethan wouldn't lose his plane, and then Kevin just goes falling off. We turned around once with Ian Uh, on the back, you know, popped it up on two wheels, and uh, Ian didn't even fall out. So he must have been prepared for Uh, it. I don't know. Yeah, I was holding on to like. One of the sidebars and then uh, the roof. So, you know, I was trying to keep my ass planted. <laughs> oh. Awesome. Good job. All right. Let's do our outro. So, drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freefrc podcast. Check out our webpage, freefrcpodcast.show. See you to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> flight Test Forums Off the Field Audio and Video Production Other than Flight Test Podcast Free Farsi Podcast Say hi to David Hill A.K.A. Hoda Flyer Hey Dave Hey David Hill Hi Fellow podcasters We got the Heliheads Podcast Dude that You know you know when you go to Wikipedia And you like see a band You used to follow And there was like <laughs> Four guys in the band But mm-hmm. but you see past members And there's like 35 people And you're like oh, Holy yeah. shit Yeah That's like Kevin and Dan And like I don't know how many other. If you're in the hobby, you're gonna eventually be on that podcast. <laughs> All so right. it's, it's Kevin, Dan, so and Kevin, everybody. Dan, and everyone else in the hobby. Everybody, everybody in the hobby. Sure. Yep. All right. Jeez. Shut up, Ian. All right, let's move it on before we start throwing fists here. Uh, Maximum Collective Podcast. Maximum Collective. That's with uh, Greg, Gregor, and Steve. Yeah. All right, Telerotor podcast. That's what Shaggy, Monty, DePaulo, Cliff Lewis, Rich Sowers, and I don't Mike know. and Ike. Do they even do a show anymore? Do they still do a show? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I heard there's one that's being currently edited. There's always so. one that's <laughs> there's, on the yeah, there's always <laughs> one. It's always on the right. way, but it never gets here. Nope. It's up All for right. final review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll never pass. Uh, skits up. That's with uh, Frank, Javier, Paul, and Darren. Yeah. Darren Weeds. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> Inverted Down Under. 
Ozzy and Jeff. You need RC Helipaka, yes. Rich and Kenny. And Cliff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> RC Roundtable. That's what fits Terry and Lee. RC After Hours. With Andre? Our Clara Podcast. I don't Two know. Two mics and a J? All these plank rolls are still going on. There's a couple know. more, too. Like There's like nuts and bolts now, I heard. I barely drive anymore, so. There's yeah, one called the uh, RC Scrap Pile. I listened to one of those once. It's pretty good. Nice. All right. RC Plane Lab. Before, yeah. Ronald um, Tom. Ronald Tom in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, Andy, did you have more? I, I cut you off there. No, I was saying, go ahead, but don't forget the uh, new old one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I all right. Uh, all Things That Fly. With Lucian and Moose. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't forget to check out Billane's YouTube channel. Check out Bill. Yeah, he got a lot of content from a great chat. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. pumping out the videos too. Mm-hmm. With all this content from Urcha, YouTube is getting the bill. <laughs> Sorry. That doesn't even deserve a button push. <laughs> all right. Like Thank, <laughs> thanks for our listeners. Wait a minute. You forgot one. Which you one? You forgot the latest. The latest and greatest. Oh, the newest. Old one. G3, yes. RCHN. You gotta write it in. If it's not written in, I don't. I'm like Ron Burgundy. Oh, yeah, you really. If it's not is. written in, I won't. I won't really say is. it. One of these days, I'm gonna write in there. I'm a dumb idiot, and he's gonna say it. Wait and see. Well, I'll say that without anything. I'm a dumb idiot. <laughs> It'd be funny if you said it without paying attention. Sure, sure. If I Ron Burgundy did it, yeah. Fuck you, San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was it? San Diego yeah. or wherever the hell he San was. San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, San Diego. Anyways, <laughs> yes. So RCHMV3. That's what Dan. Uh, Rob and Nick Wisdom, mm-hmm. and, and one more, hopefully soon, and hopefully one more. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> I know who it is. All right, thanks to our listeners, free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Carrie. All right, thank you. Ooh. I found it. Oh, nice. Nice, dude. Now that I'm here, I probably got mine somewhere. Yeah. I feel like an illegal. I don't have my citizenship card. Citizenship? Citizenship. I'm going to look for mine real quick. I didn't even listen to podcasts until well after they were done. So I didn't find my citizen card, but I did find my OSHA card. Dude, look at this what I found. You guys even know what this is? I can't see it. Uh, yeah, I'll give you 10 bucks for that. No. You haven't got a case for it. 20 bucks. It's what sent 25 me to the moon. 25 bucks, my final offer. I don't even know how the hell they freaking use this thing. I don't either, but They're I want sign one. and cosign. Okay, $30. You twisted my arm. <laughs> $30? I really want one. I don't even know if you can buy those anymore. Uh, you can always look on Amazon.
Do we have a dock going? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try and get into it. It's in the thing. It's in the thing. What do you mean try to get into it? Ain't you got a computer there? It's yeah. on the Google. You can log in from literally anywhere, even your phone. Oh, it's on the Google? Yeah, the Google yeah. thing. Uh, I didn't know it was on the Google. <laughs> yeah, it's on the Google. <laughs> uh, and then I can log into it. I got the Google. Yeah, everybody. I got, got the it. Google around here somewhere. They give it away for free. So are you guys on the Google? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm laughing already. Uh, let me make sure I have my phone. I told the wife to text me if she needs anything. You didn't give her uh, a mail? <clears throat> no. Pretty crazy. Yeah. No way. Listen to that. I can't adjust ding -a -ling -a -ling, my... ding a ling a ling Bell go right out oh, the window. Oh, my eyes melted. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. -a -ling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With two fingers. <laughs> uh... Oh, Kevin! Oh, and Kevin, he'll give her, give her a cowbell. <laughs> if I was going to give her anything, it'd be a big gong. <laughs> so I could just appear. <laughs> no, do a gong, but set it across the room so she can just throw the hammer at it. Only get one time. Just once. Yeah, yeah. just once. One time use. <laughs> oh, I gotta hear this. Owned a scooter for three days. Oh boy, get that button ready. Who's that? I'm an idiot. Oh, I got it. It's working. Ian. Yeah. the frame. <laughs> 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 that you can't. Owned, owned a scooter for three days. Yeah. Uh, tell no, don't, don't tell it now. Don't tell it. Don't tell it now. Don't say anything. Are you okay, Kevin? You have it like on your lap or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Did an earthquake? <laughs> oh jeez. Didn't you know I was the agent in the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, All right, whenever you guys are ready, you just tell me. Dude, I can just do this. I'm cracking myself up over here, Andy. Yeah, simple minds. You always do. Is <laughs> 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 it a stupid guy like trying to walk down, you know, the stairs? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, down to the basement. Straighten up. Carrie's going to realize we're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's he like probably already <laughs> suspected, but come on. It's like, you guys on the heliheads are so much more professional than these guys. Uh -huh. oh, no, they, no, they are not. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, I know. I've been on that show, too. <laughs> hey, I'm glad I'm not the only idiot. <laughs> there you go. Carrie on that show. Carrie Brooks, he's not the only idiot. <laughs> nice. Uh, hey, Ian, were you were you at RCHO Fall Pole last year? Yes, I was. Okay, we met. Uh, it's you know we met then. Then. It's did hard we really? To, yeah, we did. You borrowed my glow igniter then as well. <laughs> Damn it, Ian. Ah. Uh, oh. Yeah, Probably you know like what? I think. No, um, I was having glow plug trouble. Um, yeah, I, I did a... like same with Andy at uh, at the Ohio Heli Throwdown. Like I met him, 
but we literally didn't spend like hardly any time together. Whereas at Urcha, we got to hang out a little bit. Well, that's because yeah. I have a golf cart to haul your ass around. <laughs> I know you did say works. you make a lot of friends with that I'm, golf cart. I know how this shit works. <laughs> I didn't have anything to offer in Ohio, but Comercia, guy with the golf cart's the king. Uh, I, I, I actually, it was cool to meet you in Ohio because, like, see, uh, now he's backtracking. I, oh no, it's cool to meet you. <laughs> well, I said about your voice <laughs> on the show. I'm, until you meet somebody, I'm, I listen to the show probably just a handful of times for Ohio. But like, man, who is this fucking elderly on the show? Yeah. <laughs> right. And now I know you, so yeah, now, now you know who the fucking hillbilly is. <laughs> I get that a lot. That's okay. I'll be at Winter Bash, and I'm gonna try and make. Uh, what day are you gonna be out. there, Kevin? I'm gonna be there for. Saturday and Sunday. Okay, I'll make sure I'm not there those days. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, maybe Friday. You gonna be there Friday? No. Well, whenever you're gonna be there, I'm gonna leave the hour All right. before you get there. If you come Friday night, I'll leave Friday afternoon. I call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what day is it gonna be there? Thursday? Okay, I'll be there right there. 